Aloha, and thank you everyone for joining in for today's Conscious Media Creator Dojo. This week's topic is about developing dynamic leadership as a creator. My name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, Skull Babylon, Wolf Shield. Thank you guys so much again for being here with me today. Uh, as always, I am joined by some fellow creators within the community, and I'll just invite everybody up on gallery screen. You guys can just kind of like wave hi to the camera. So we've got myself, we've got Melissa, we've got Kristen, we've got Andrew, we've got Eloise, we've got Derek and we've got Dorothy as well. So uh, as we go through this, I'll just do a little bit of an introduction. And again, for those of you who may be new to, to what the Conscious Media Creator Dojos are, we've actually done quite a few of these. This is our sixth one. So you can actually find the recordings for this in the information on YouTube in the info on YouTube and go back and check out the previous five weeks. So I'll go over just a little bit about what we've talked about in previous dojos. I'll just share a little bit about like the Paradigm Shift Central community. I'll talk a little bit about the intention of what this space is created for. And then from there, we'll get into the presentation. And then with that, we'll also be, again, just opening up a little bit of discussion, having some prompts for you guys to be able to reflect upon. And then by the end of the presentation, we'll just kind of open it up into a little bit more discussion. And the intention here is to keep things uh, with Within about a two hour time frame there as well. So yeah, these conscious media creator dojos, I'm really passionate about doing these. And again, I've been creating conscious media for like well over a decade and a half now. And so with this along my journey, a big thing that I'm really passionate about is being able to support fellow conscious media creators. And so of course, what is a conscious media creator? A conscious media creator is someone who is intentionally creating content with with the with the calling in their heart that is leading them towards wanting to be able to help serve others to want to be able to help make this world a better place and that's exactly what it is that we create here within the space we create a container to be able to bring together fellow conscious media creators so the previous conscious media creator dojos that we've done in the previous weeks which again you can go back and i would encourage you guys to even just go back and listen to those even just while you're like doing something else and and just uh, kind of have it on in the background even. So the previous ones that we had from week one to five was being a creator and embodying our why, building community and earning income, facilitating events and live broadcasts, mastering content for Instagram and TikTok, learning about Patreon and Discord, and again, week six, which is about developing dynamic leadership as a conscious creator, as a creator. So uh, as I'm just, again, taking, uh, just kind of doing all this presentation, I appreciate you guys holding space. This is totally just practice for me too. This one was an interesting one to be able to prepare for because I've got a lot of notes on this and uh, I'll do my best to kind of give you guys my my wisdom over the years just to be able to deliver it to you in a coherent manner where you guys can be able to receive this to be able to help support and inspire you and so with this again with the the conscious media creator dojos like my my thesis in this is really to be able to help remind each of us that there is a leader inside of every single one of us and and to be able to help you align more with that leader to be able to help you see it and for you to be able to be in a space where you can be supported or where we can learn from each other as well so Again, when it comes to uh, my experience as, as a conscious media creator and, and also as a leader, this goes back like way into my youth. So uh, as a leader, this is for me something that began like way back, even just when I was younger playing hockey. And, and when I was playing hockey, even since I was just like a young kid, I was like captain of my hockey team. And that was just something that the universe just kind of like brought into my reality. And then through that, it kind of like evolved me into the adult that I am today, where again, I'm finding myself facilitating community events, facilitating the paradigm to central project and other things that I've done over the years that have been involved with leadership have been things like drama class, directing plays, directing movies, facilitating events, 
the Paradigm Shift Central community, which again, I'll, I'm going to go back and just kind of talk a little bit about um, invites for you guys to be able to connect further beyond this event as well. But within the Paradigm Shift Central community, my experience as a leader literally goes back to the, the genesis of the Paradigm Shift Central project, which is about being able to facilitate in, in its core origin version was about being able to create like physical open-minded discussion and meditation groups. And so over the years, starting in like 2009, I've literally facilitated like hundreds of these circles, like hundreds, like we were doing them every week and we were doing them for like, again, almost a decade. And then within that, we were also doing these online events. So for me, doing all of these events has really given me a very unique perspective on what leadership is. It's given me the opportunity to be able to grow. And again, with this, part of my experience of being a leader is what a lot of what we're going to be talking about here today is the process of being a leader when it comes to creating content. And, and we'll get more into kind of like the details and, and what I have to share related to, again, how to be able to kind of like arrive and show up as a leader when it comes to, again, creating content and communicating a message and what it is that we're leading people towards. So again, other than that, you know, for me, being a leader, it's something where I've like done speeches in front of big crowds. I've done speeches at like film festivals. I've like met some really important leaders in my time. Uh, I've like known people that have like literally like led like thousands and thousands of people. And I've had the chance to kind of be able to learn from them. And so that's why I want to be able to, to use my experience to be able to pass it on to you. And, and you guys aren't expected to lead like thousands and thousands of people. But again, leadership can be something where it might be leading like literally just like a group of three people or it could be like 300 people either or the core concepts still apply and we'll be talking a little bit more about that as we go so before i get into the core aspects of the presentation Again, I just want to be able to let you guys know a little bit more about uh, what we do within the Paradigm Shift Central community. So again, with this event that we're doing, the Conscious Media Creator Dojo, uh, this is something that is one of our member events. We're broadcasting this one live, but we do also have other member events that are going to be happening beyond this one. And I'll tell you guys a little bit about that um, either shortly or a little bit later on. And within the Paradigm Shift Central community, we also have our Patreon membership. And the Patreon membership, that's for those of you who are feeling like you want to be able to connect further into the community community to be able to have that ongoing support. And honestly, even if you're not a Patreon member yet, don't let that stop you from just reaching out and messaging me and just asking for a little bit of insight and advice. I'm more than happy to be able to do that. Again, the Patreon is a way where think of it as like you're investing in yourself and then you're supporting the community. And then with that, that membership gives you access to, again, access to me for conscious media creation coaching to help you get clarity on your next steps. So that means if there's something you're working on doing, if you're creating an event, if there's a technical issue you don't know about, I'm like always there to be able to reach out to you. So I'm like, I'm on your team. You can reach out to me and just say, hey, Brendan, how do you do this? Or what do you think of this? Or can you review this? That's what I'm there for. I do conscious media creation coaching for members of the community. So again, that membership, it's $11 a month. Feel free to check that out if you guys haven't checked that out yet. Um, next week, following this event, I'll just mention it to you real quick. The event that I'm hosting, and this is even kind of coming out of working on this today because I was doing a lot of reflecting on what leadership is to me and, and listening to my own calling as a leader. In the next week following this event, so that would be on November 25th, I'm going to be hosting an event that is going to be for members only, and it's basically going to be a spiritual seeker support circle. So this isn't going to be just kind of specific for conscious creators. This is going to be really just for anybody who's on the spiritual journey, who's seeking, who's learning, who's growing, and that will be a really cool space where we're going to be having discussion, we're going to be having prompts, we're going to be checking in, sharing how we're feeling, sharing motivation, inspiration, playfulness, meditation, lots of really cool things. So I'm excited for that. So if that's something that interests you, 
Again, check that out, send me a direct message if you have any questions. And in the meantime, you can also connect to our Discord server and that will give you the ability to see upcoming events that I host and other members host. And then also, again, just kind of get your foot in the door. And then if you join on the membership, you get access to the rest of the Discord. And again, our Discord is our plat, our chat platform. And uh, if you aren't familiar with Discord, again, check the link in the info for this video. And uh, yeah, one of the things that I help people with is like building their own community discords and everything like that. So there's a lot of stuff within today's that I won't be getting fully into details. Like I won't be getting into details on like how to create a discord server, how to create a Patreon, how to facilitate live broadcasts, how to do, um, you know, sacred space events. I'm talking a bit about that, but a lot of that stuff we've talked about in previous weeks, but if there are any questions relative to today's topic, again, I'll do my best to be able to, to give you guys as much value as I can, um, in today's event. And that's where, again, by the time you guys are done here, just taking part in the circle. I want you guys to be able to, to really just be like, Oh, okay, cool. Like this, this feels like it's igniting something within my heart. I feel a little bit more confident on taking those next steps, or at least even just a little bit more curious on what, what it's going to be like for me to be able to develop as a leader as well. So again, I've got a lot of notes here. I'm going to do my best to, to really just kind of uh, roll through this. And, and I appreciate you guys again, just holding space. So let's get right into the core aspect of the, of the presentation. So what does it mean to, to be a leader? And, and what does it mean to be a dynamic leader? So we talked a bit about being a conscious creator, but before talking about being a conscious creator, you know, what is a leader? What is a conscious, what is a dynamic leader? So a leader is basically, and this is something that again, you know, from one of the guys who, uh, who, who is literally like led like people into, you know, like literally combat, like one of the pre people that I've learned from, um, he was like a, he was like a brigadier general for the Canadian military. And he's led like thousands of men. And, and I've had these conversations with me. And I'm like, you know, what can you teach me about leadership? And very simply put, you know, like leadership is about being able to get a group of people and focusing them towards a common objective. And, and what is that common objective? And so if that's something that you want to be able to do, it's important to be able to reflect on what are the traits of a good leader? What what are going to help people pay attention to you? What are going to allow people to be able to feel confident in following your leadership? So when it comes to traits of a good leader, radiating positivity is definitely something that, that you would think of when you think of what is a good leader. And I even just want to be able to like ask you guys in the chat, when you guys think of a good leader, drop two or three words in the comment. What do you guys think of? Like, what are, what are just like two or three words that come to mind when you think of a good leader? So we're just going to kind of like start off with like some of the obvious, but again, rating positivity is definitely what it means to be a, a good leader. And, and it's okay because, you know, you don't have to be in this point of leadership where you're literally showing up in the first day. It's like, Hey guys, are you ready to lead? Are you ready to follow me? Let's do this together. Let's have some fun. Like in just like, blah, 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 blah. you don't actually need that. Because when it comes to being a leader, the idea of knowing that radiating positivity is something that is part of a leadership trait is also something that you get to be able to work towards. It's not something that you're expected to need right away. One of the most important things about leadership, and I'll mention to you right off the start, is that leadership, think of it literally like working a muscle. It's something that you develop as you practice, meaning that if you do something related to leadership and then you might take a break for a couple of years and then suddenly you feel like you need to get back into it, you may find you're a little bit rusty. And, and that's something that, you know, as a leader, you realize that the more you do it, the more you grow. And so as you begin to develop the confidence and being able to step into those places of unfamiliarity, of uncomfortableness, of a little bit of nervousness and everything like that. 
that's where you'll naturally find this ability to be able to, to fail forwards, to fall forwards, because being a leader is again, you know, it's kind of like this quote where it's like, you know, it's like the, the master has failed more times than the student has even tried or, or that, and then the fool has even tried, so to speak. So being a leader actually is again about being able to stand that you will learn by messing up and to be able to earn and honor the fact that those parts of you like stumbling and messing up is a part of the experience. What you actually have to your advantage of a leader is to be able to learn from other leaders, take advantage of that. And that's exactly what we're doing here. So whether that means like literally listening to other presentations and podcasts and just Googling things on YouTube, there's so much information about leadership. And that's where, again, for me, what I want to be able to do is understand that all of us as individual leaders, we're kind of climbing up this mountain together. And rather than just kind of all of us just running up randomly, instead, here I am, someone that has already like climbed this mountain or has been climbing the mountain. It's always, you know, we're always scaling it. And now what I'm here to do is be able to like reach back and to be able to like lend you guys a hand, to be able to give you a bit of a roadmap and to be able to say like, look, here's what I've learned you don't have to necessarily repeat all of the same mistakes that I've made along the way. And absolutely, like my journey as a leader, like it is one where, you know, you're constantly adjusting, you're constantly trying things out, see how it works, see what doesn't work. And then again, from there, being able to just kind of like figure out new directions on how to be able to move forward with things. So obviously radiating positivity is definitely something that we think of when we think of a good leader. And I'm going to read like some of the comments in the chat here real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. authenticity intention ability to admit your humanness compassion beautiful very well said absolutely all of those are, are incredibly important and again i think especially when we when we reflect on the idea of what it means to be like a conscious creator it's also again like this idea that you know if you're if you're showing up for people within the conscious community people can immediately pick up on inauthenticity. So what you want to be able to do as a leader is to really be able to understand that like you showing up as your authentic self is your only job. And it's also to be able to understand that like the seed of the leader is in your heart and it's something that is growing. So even if you're just like, admitting to your vulnerability and, and doing your best to be able to show up and, and allowing people to know what vision it is that you're working towards and communicating this, that gets people excited. They don't actually want you to be like the most spectacular leader. What they want you to be is to be human and to be relatable and for you to be able to share a common coherence in terms of a shared vision that you can work towards, going back to what I said. And so again, as conscious leaders, as conscious creators, what is that shared vision? That That's something that we'll reflect on a little bit as we go. And I think the big vision for all of us is the vision of helping shift consciousness, the vision of wanting to be able to help other people. So one of the traits of being a good leader is, again, this idea of wanting to be able to serve. And this is something that for me, you know, when people ask me, like, how do you find your purpose? One of the things that I reflect on in terms of being able to find our purpose is to find purpose through service. And, and we realize that in the process of being able to help others, we actually begin to discover more of, of who we are. And so as a leader, like a leader specifically as like a creator and, and as a conscious community facilitator, it is not a job, it is a vocation. And, and what I mean by this, this is very, very important. A vocation is basically meaning that like this is a calling. So one of the traits of being a leader and, and becoming a leader, which is something we're gonna get into a little bit, 
is being able to hear the call. And, and so this is something that obviously each and every single one of you here, if you're here, you, have, you are beginning to hear the call or you have heard the call and now you're starting to pay attention to more of the call. And what is that call from? Like I'll literally even, cause I'm curious, like when, when I say that, like hearing the call, where is the call coming from? When you guys think of that, go ahead, type in the chat, where, where is the call coming from? And again, you know, this call is wanting to be able to help make this world a better place to be able to serve our friends and family, to become the best version of we can, to be able to help again, illuminate consciousness on this planet. And yeah, I'm just reading some of the comments in the, in the chat real quick. Absolutely. Source, soul echo, my higher self, heart, soul, individuation of source. Exactly. The vocation of being a leader is literally this idea of it coming from God, goddess, whatever you want to call it. And so that's where when you step into this path of becoming a leader, one of the traits of being a good leader is being able to do whatever it takes. And this comes from facilitating all the exciting events and making all the exciting videos and showing up and having these beautiful conversations. And it's cleaning toilets when you need to. It's the grunt work. It's the administration. It's all the things that need to take place behind the scenes to be able to help keep the gears rolling. And I can tell you, like, honestly, like even from my experience of being a, being a leader and facilitating community within Paradigm Shift Central, so much of my energy, yes, I'm here with you guys right now, but this event would not have happened if it was not for several hours of administrative work that goes in before this. Before every event, there is always something going on behind the scenes. There is always like tweaks and things happening within the community, me updating the Discord, me creating graphics, creating Zoom links, putting up Patreon posts and all these things. And again, this is all kind of like technical stuff that I'm here to help you guys with as need be, because sometimes it can feel like, you know, it's just like, oh, I just want to lead people. But in order to do this, you know, one of the traits of being a good leader in today's day and age, especially as an entrepreneur and a creator, is the idea that you carry multiple roles at once. So basically, you almost kind of think like a good leader is almost like, it's almost like the entire, like, it's, it's like all of the roles within a school in one person. So, you know, like you're like, you're the janitor, you're the principal, you're the teacher, you're the administration, and you're the counselor. It's all of these things kind of in one. So when you choose to hear that call within becoming a leader, it's literally this process of, again, kind of like knowing that it's going to open your heart, knowing that it's going to challenge you, knowing that it's going to transform you. Choosing to be a leader is one of the most transformative experiences ever. And this is the idea that, again, you know, within me doing this, I want you guys to be able to know that there is a leader inside each and every single one of us. And it's not about doing things that are necessarily like super huge, but you lead through your example. You lead through the expression of your authentic truth. And if your authentic truth is saying, hey, I want to create some cool content online. I want to create some beautiful art. I want to create some jewelry. I want to host some events. I want to find other like-minded people and be able to bring them together. Then like, listen to that and it will lead you. So the traits of being a good conscious leader is about being able to practice bringing your awareness back to the heart. It's being able to listen, really being able to listen, being able to listen to your own needs, being able to listen to the spirit speaking through you, being able to listen to the needs of the community as you continue to adapt. Listening is a huge, huge, huge part about being a leader. And that's where, again, you know, as being a leader, one of the best pieces of advice that I can give you guys is that it's not always about going to be, you know, showing up and just like work, 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 work. 
want, sometimes what you actually need to do as a leader is to slow down and to just be with whatever is. There will be times when you're a leader, when you feel it's just like, whoa, I'm carrying a lot. And this is kind of heavy and things like that. And you got like a lot of spinning plates at once. Within those times, you can either choose to rush into it and just close as many loops as you can, or again, take that extra time to slow down, to be with what is, and to be able to embrace it with love. And, and to know that in those circumstances, you have choices. You can either say, hey, I'm up for this challenge. I can do what I need to do. Or you reach out and you allow yourself to be able to understand that, you know what, maybe in this circumstance, I need a little bit of help. And being a leader literally means that, yes, there's a lot of things that you're going to do on your own. Like being a leader is also like not expecting help from anyone, but at the same time, knowing that you're not alone. So being capable and willing to do things totally on your own, if need be, to the best of your ability, but then also allowing yourself to admit those moments where it's just like, you know what, maybe I do need a little bit of help. And that little bit of help may not actually be like, hey, I need someone to create graphics for me. It may be, hey, I need someone who I can vent to. I need someone who I can release some steam to. I need someone who I can just like spend some time dancing with, whatever it is that you may need. And then that's where, again, you know, as a community that we've created here through Paradigm Shift Central, that's why I'm so adamant about this community because I know that as conscious creators, we're so goddamn selfless that we will run ourselves into the ground. We do this all the time. I've done it before. But when we have each other, it just creates more of that habit where we're checking in and we're just sharing the inspiration. We're sharing the little steps that we make along the way. And so, again, you know, being a leader is really being able to understand that, you know, I've said this before, but you can't steer a parked car move forward and steer as you go take the little steps i know right it's like i'm just imagining someone trying to steer a parked car well you haven't done that before um but yes this idea of you can't steer a parked car basically means that as a leader sometimes people never become leaders because they never get past that first step and that's where again when we create that community to be able to say like you can do this that's where even within paradigm shift central one of the things that i support you guys with is if you guys feel like you have an event you want to host, or if there's like something special that you want to do, reach out to me, I'll help facilitate it, I'll help produce it, I'll help you guys get it off the ground. And I'll just kind of be there just kind of like as an assistant coach, again, kind of like in hockey, where it's just kind of like, hey, like all supervises need be, this is your event, you can do this. And then to allow yourself to be seen as a leader, one of the most exciting things is to prepare all the things that you need to before whatever it is that you're going to do, be it an event, be it some sort of special video, some sort of vulnerable post, and then to allow yourself the permission to let spirit speak through you, move through you, release those blockages, release those limiting fears, and they may still be culminating and they may still be floating around. But in the process of doing that, you actually get to witness yourself showing up. After an event, this has happened with me plenty of times, I'll facilitate like some sort of like really dope event. And then afterwards, it's almost like during the event, I was kind of in like third person. And then afterwards, I kind of come back in and I'm like, whoa, like, did I just do that? Like, did I just facilitate that entire event? Did I just lead an entire meditation? Like, I've, you guys have probably seen me do this before where I come out of it. And I'm just kind of like, whoa, like, that was me just kind of like being present in the moment and just being and trusting that, you know, being a leader is being a conduit for consciousness for source to speak through you to serve in that moment and allowing yourself to get clear on what that vision is. 
that you are working towards. And so again, you know, that clarity is something that, that I actually want to be able to, to ask you guys some, some questions about just to be able to give you guys um, a little bit, a little bit of a prompt. And I'm going to do that for you guys um, just in the next little moment. So what is a leader is one question. What is a dynamic leader? That's what we're talking about here today. Being a dynamic leader, when you guys think of the word dynamic, what do you think about? Just go ahead and type that in the chat now. When you think of the word dynamic or dynamic leadership, what do you guys think about? Because that's exactly what it is that we want to be able to get in here today. And so, and again, in addition to that, we've already talked a bit about, again, like radiating positivity. And that's something that as a leader, you know, your job is to take care of yourself. And it's not to say that you totally have to be on your A game and you totally have to be shining and bubbling all the time. There will be points where sometimes your leadership will just be showing up and just be like, hey guys, like, like I'm having a hard time right now, but maybe this is something that other people are experiencing and I feel called to be able to talk about it. So it's being able to kind of like honor the energies that are coming through. But then at the same time, you know, when you are working on being able to direct people towards like specific objectives, it is really wanting to be able to like show up with that energy that will get people's attention, that energy that will allow people to kind of like see a video of you and feel your energy, feel your excitement feel your passion. And so that's where, again, I want to be able to ask a couple of questions that are going to help you guys kind of tap into a little bit more of the passion that, that you guys hold as leaders. So just reading some of the comments here. So talking about dynamic, dynamite, fire, fire, passion, a multifaceted person and approach, change, change, and change, moving and flowing with changes as they arise and embrace. Exactly. So being a dynamic leader is about being adaptable, as a leader, that is one of the most important things you can do. One of the worst things you can do as a leader is to be able to say like, hey, this is what I want. This is what I'm expecting. This is how it's going to be. And then when things don't go quite to plan, your rigidness actually holds you back. It constricts you and it sometimes can suffocate you. And the universe is just like, let go, surrender. You can still experience what it means to be a leader. Just ride this wave and open yourself to new possibilities. Brainstorm with another member in your community if you need to. So being dynamic is about being able to, to again, function in many different facets on being able to, to meet needs of different people in different ways. It's wearing different hats. It's showing up in different methods. It's showing up in different energies as well. Being a leader isn't literally, again, I, I said before, you know, having this radiating energy, but the radiating energy isn't literally radiating energy in the sense of like, hey guys, I'm happy and I'm excited and here we are. Radiating energy is also just radiating authenticity. So sometimes, you know, like it's the presence and that presence, and, and this is what I'm speaking from experience in the different events. There are events that I host, which will be like super fun and playful and just kind of very lighthearted. And then there will be other events that I'll host or other videos that I make where it's much more just kind of like soft and gentle and slow and maybe a little bit more quiet. But within that, it's inviting people into that energy. It's inviting people into that shared space, leading them into the energy that you're creating through the content that, that it is that you're building, leading them back to the heart space, which is such a powerful thing. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. So again, I have different versions of my energy styles that I tap into. When I need to be like super like upbeat, kind of high vibe energy, I do that. When I need to just kind of bring things 
things off nice and slow. I do that. And you know, when I need to be like serious and really just kind of talk to people, I do that. When I need to just listen and just be there and to just hold space, I do that. Like literally sometimes being a leader means almost doing nothing and not that you're actually doing nothing, but it literally means holding space for whatever energy needs to flow, creating the container. And this will be something where, again, if you guys are, are in the process of like facilitating events and leading events for specific conversations that might be related to like, you know, like checking in and shadow work and healing and some of the harder topics and everything like that, you are leading people into the space where they can take off their armor, where they can open up their vulnerability, where they can feel seen and feel heard. So your role as a leader isn't always to talk, 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 lead, 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 lead. Your job is to do a little bit of work ahead of time, create the container, create the intention, anchor in the energy, and then invite people, invite people to be able to lead from their heart. So that's one of the things that, you know, like being a leader, one of the things that I always say within Paradigm Shift Central, leaders amongst leaders, captains amongst captains, seeing people as equals while still being able to understand that other people are going to be able to do certain roles in different ways. And that's okay. Some people are better at some things. Some people are better at other things. That's okay. And honoring and celebrating the uniqueness of the different styles of leadership that we have, because there's not just one style of leadership. So other quick things related to traits of a good leader. Is this, is this good for you guys? Is this like, like a lot of information coming through for you guys? Any thumbs up there? Let me know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. I'll keep going then. Uh, so a couple other traits. So um, yeah. So other traits of a good leader, proactive attitude, knowing what to focus on. So this is where, again, you know, like as a leader, it's being able to, to really kind of like plan ahead and, and being able to deal with situations when they might not necessarily go to plan in a positive way. So, you know, you might be kind of like, even just you know, like a little bit today, like I was setting this up and I accidentally like had like the zoom links kind of like messed up and everything like that. I didn't get like worked up about that. I'm just like, okay, what do I need to do when an, when an error arises, when a challenge arises, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, let's assess this. Let's move forward. No point complaining about this. We can't change what's already happened. Let's work forward and Hey, let's learn from this next time. I'm not going to make that same mistake. Sweet. I actually leveled up because I made that mistake. So being proactive is again, as a leader, and this is more kind of like when you start getting into advanced dynamics with groups where if there are kind of like issues that are being brought up or things don't necessarily go to plan, instead of just kind of like fully just getting sucked in and dwelling and just kind of giving that more energy than it needs, it's really being able to continue to say, well, okay, what's our collective focus right now? What are we moving towards? Let's either compartmentalize this for a little bit and address it later. Let's find a quick solution for this and then go back and we can refresh on it when we have the time. But let's keep ourselves moving forward towards that common objective without getting too kind of like detoured by some things here and another. So again, you know, like a good, a good leader is someone who is going to have to make choices and, and, what often happens when we see um, like not like kind of like less than leadership is indecisiveness. And, and that's where, again, you know, if you're thinking about this on like a, like a battlefield, like kind of like art of, art of war style, you know, like what, what's better in the, in this situation, you can either have a circumstance where there are literally going to be, you know, like if there's like a general of an army and they don't make a decision, then all of the troops are just going to kind of like wander and scatter and stuff like that. The best thing that you can do is make 
a decision and then at least it keeps people together and it moves them and then you steer it as you go so being able to make those choices is very very important and again for people to be able to feel confidence in the choices that you are making even if you're not 100% confident in it, it's okay. You don't always have to be 100% confident in the choice that you're making. The fact is, what's more important is making a choice, not just the idea that you have to be 100% confident in making the choice. So that's where, again, you know, the choice can be literally just kind of like listening to your own heart and just being like, okay, like, I really feel like I want to create this event. Like, that's the choice. That's the choice. So listen to that and be like, well, what event do I want to create? How am I going to be able to move forward with this? And then you take those next steps as you go, opposed to the other choice of just being like, oh, well, maybe no one will join. I don't know if people are going to like find it worthwhile. I don't think I'm ready for this. And you'll create all these limiting beliefs within your head. And then you don't make a choice. And then the universe is just like, you know, it's just like, it's eager to be able to, to help assist you in creating those spaces and, and, and stepping into more of that leadership. Uh, and when you feel into that, know that that inkling and that inspiration within your heart, and this is where it kind of goes back to the heart idea is literally like this information from the future. So this is where you can really start to get into the metaphysical perspectives of being a leader where, and this is me speaking from experience, what I'll do is I'll feel inspiration in my heart and I'll connect that to a knowing that that future reality already exists. How I'll get there, I'll figure it out. But what I'm doing is if I'm at least aligning with that container, then I'm kind of crystallizing this reality into the present moment. And by the time I get there, so long as I show up with an honest effort, it doesn't have to be 100% perfect, but it will be whatever it needs to be. And then I learn and I grow and I, and I keep going. Honestly, like even with this presentation, like this presentation, I feel like I could have like spent like days like preparing for it and everything. And, and then even just again, kind of like multitasking a few things at once here. I'm like, oh man, like my notes are kind of like it's here and there and stuff like that. This could be a little bit better, but at least I'm here and I'm showing up and I'm speaking from my heart. And that in itself is plenty. And that in itself is enough to be able to just continue to move forward. So um, again, as a leader, it's okay to be able to, to not have everything figured out, but then again, to be able to have the confidence in making the choices, even when you're not fully confident, if that makes sense. So when you as a creator, allow yourself to just be able to say like, hey, I'm going to create this video or hey, I'm going to create this item shop or hey, I'm going to create this event. You literally like put like this, like, like this, like energy into the future. And then it creates like this, like golden tether between you and that present moment. And then you kind of like merge the reality where this golden path between you and that future, you're kind of like holding it like a rope and you're kind of pulling yourself along it. And then eventually you arrive into that present moment. And that's usually what I do. Like sometimes with events where I'll create an event and I'm like, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with this event. But the fact is, is I created the container I'm facilitating the space and then the universe will fill in the energy. So there's a lot of, of leadership, especially as like conscious leadership has a lot to do with trust. It has a lot to do with listening to your inspiration, feeling the callings within your heart, and then trusting that the universe is leading you towards something that's important, something that will help you step more into your leadership, regardless of whether or not it's perfect. So get excited about doing things that you haven't done before. Get excited about messing up, get excited about trying things out, maybe in a simpler way and then building up as you go it's okay you don't have to like scale up right away and do something like super huge host a small event host an event with five people practice one of the best things that i can give you in terms of advice if you're thinking about like facilitating events and building community spend time taking part in other communities 
hang out, observe, witness, see what it feels like. And that's honestly exactly what we're doing here with a lot of the events that we do through Paradigm Shift. You know, people literally learn just through osmosis. They get to experience me creating an event. And as I'm creating the event, subconsciously and like literally, I'm saying to them, you can do this too. I'm doing it. You can do this too. Here's what it feels like. Here's what it feels like for you to be a part of something where again, you know, it's exciting and it's bringing people together. What does it feel like for you to imagine yourself doing this as well? So you don't have to do things completely from scratch and joining into other communities, especially again, exactly what it is that we create paradigm shift community for. It's a chance for you to participate in a passive way, learn through osmosis and allow yourself to get excited, to be able to start thinking about what it is that you want to be able to do as an individual leader. Um, shout out to King. I just want to acknowledge that you came in. So welcome dude. Happy to be able to have you here as well. And uh, yeah, we got an awesome group here. So um, we're going to keep rolling along here. And I just want to be able to check in um, before we go a little bit further, because I want to be able to share some prompts with you guys. And this is actually good. Um, King came in just as Cassie's came in just as a good moment, because I want to be able to share these prompts with you guys. Does anybody if anybody has any questions, go ahead and either just type those into the chat or if anybody needs to unmute or anything like that, um, that's OK. And we can just kind of like move into the, the next part of the topics that I'm covering through right now. So, and if there are no questions as it is right now, that's totally cool. But again, if you guys just have any comments or questions, type those into the chat. There's a couple other things I want to be able to hit upon real quick. Okay. <clears throat> so other important things about being a leader, being, you know, what are good traits of a leader? An important thing about being a leader, and this is going to be kind of like relative, is delegating tasks. This is something that we hear about, you know, when it's kind of like top down management and businesses and teams and everything like that. But again, it's kind of like this idea where, you know, it's like the team working together towards a common objective. And with this idea of being able to delegate tasks, delegate responsibility, and not even delegate tasks, but to be able to invite people into the co-creation of an event, it's building trust. And that's where, again, you know, with a lot of the events that I love being able to do with you guys when it comes to the, the conversation circles, that's me delegating the opportunity for us to be able to co-create something together. So the process of you being able to do a lot of things on your own is very, very important. But then it's also being able to know when to be able to kind of like invite the fellow members of the team to be able to, to co-create that. So that's where, again, you know, when it comes to, to leadership, there's a few different styles of leadership. There's autocratic. Autocratic is basically a person kind of like speaking on at like a TED talk and kind of like giving a presentation and saying like, hey, this is everything that I'm sharing with you guys and I hope it inspires you. And maybe afterwards, if you want to talk to me, that's totally cool. And then there's participative, which is more democratic. And that's where, again, it's kind of like this, this idea where uh, you can have this constant kind of like this, this conversation where I'll ask you guys a question, I prompt you guys, you share something back. And then there's more kind of like the delegative, which is more the free reign, where the conversation comes from both sides, where you guys are asking questions, where you guys are starting to be able to help facilitate a little bit of the conversation there uh, as well. So again, when it comes to being a leader, there's a few different styles of leadership in terms of just like facilitating events there as well. Um, the other thing I just want to be able to mention here is that as a leader, do what others do what you expect others to be able to do and, and lead by example. You know, leading by example is very important as a leader. And, and it's also this idea of being able to lead even when no one is looking. So, you know, especially as like people who are speaking about like spirituality and mysticism and everything like that, if you're, you know, here to be able to like teach people all about like shadow work, 
but you're not doing any of the shadow work, then where does that leave you? Right. So you want to be able to kind of like practice, you know, practice what you preach again, this is some of this stuff is just kind of obvious, but it's important just kind of be able to like add it to this list of, of, of all the attributes that, that make a good leader. And again, I hope it just gives you guys a little bit of kind of like a checklist skill say like, Oh, okay, good. This is, you know, maybe I'm already doing these, or maybe these are things that I need to be able to do a little bit more of as well. And honestly, as a leader, one of the most important things is knowing that you're not actually going to be really good at everything, but then noticing where your weaknesses are and then seeking to develop them. So if you're just like, oh, my weakness is public speaking, that's okay. Acknowledge that and then seek to develop that. Or maybe your weakness is delegating tasks. Some people, that's literally a thing. They're like, oh, I'm just a I'm just that person that, that is always, you know, I like doing things with myself. I don't like, like giving opportunities to other people because maybe they've let me down in the past and things like that. So it's like surrendering and being a little bit more vulnerable through that process. So being a leader, again, it's not being great at everything, but it's also being honest with yourself about where your weaknesses are and then seeking either help from other people, which again is what a lot of our community is about, and also, relatively speaking, developing those weaknesses as well, so you can strengthen them up. Other thing, I'm just going to hit upon this real quick, and then I want to be able to answer any questions and then uh, get into the question prompts. So as a leader, another important trait is accountability. Accountability as a leader is, is very, very important. You know, people want to be able to have someone that they can trust. And, and this can range from a variety of certain things. This is people that they can, you know, look to as someone who is consistent, look to as someone who says, hey, this is when the meeting is going to be. And I'm going to be here on time, being prompt, being timely, being organized, having routine, having consistency. And again, just being accountable as the person that you present yourself to be. If you're literally just showing up and be like, hey, guys, I'm this bubbly, like friendly person. And then like behind the scenes, you're just like flipping people off and like being an absolute asshole. Like that's not accountable. People won't trust that. And again, that energy that will be reciprocated. So even on those days where you might feel like maybe you, you feel like being an asshole to people be aware of what energy you're bringing into your leadership. Because if people see that, depending on how you present it, if you're just like, hey, I'm having a bad day today and I notice myself being an asshole and I'm taking accountability for it and I'm intentionally transforming it, that's okay. But if you're, again, kind of in those stages where you know, you're feeling like it's like, okay, before I step into this place of leadership where people are receiving my energy, I'm going to be conscious of what energy I'm bringing into the space. So again, being a leader means being a leader, even when no one is looking, being a leader to be able to take care of your energetic hygiene, being able to take care of your energetic body, being able to, you know, make sure that you're like sleeping well, resting well, eating well, playing well, communicating, having all of your needs met to the best of your ability. And that's where, again, you know, sometimes as a leader will be like, oh, like I feel off, like I don't, or like literally you'll be like, I don't want to lead. I like, I just want to like light the world on fire or something like that. And I'm sure we all have days like that, but again, you know, within that, you know, that's a great opportunity to just be able to check in with yourself and be able to ask, you know, well, what needs do I have that are not being met right now? And what can I do to be able to, to meet those needs? And so again, with this, as you develop more of the habit of being able to take care of yourself, it's this idea that, you know, you fill your own cup and then the overflow fills into others. We talk a lot about, about this with leadership, passive leadership, but with this, this idea of building a team is very, very powerful when you start approaching it from this perspective of victory is a shared success. And that for me is something that goes back to, again, like my days in hockey and everything, where even when I was captain of the team, it wasn't me like being the best player on the team. Like, yeah, I was pretty good at hockey, but for me being a captain of the team was about building morale. 
And that is a core part of what leadership is. It's about being able to like get people excited about working towards a common vision and building morale. What does building morale mean? Again, it, be, it means being able to like really get people like, like energized, engaged, excited, interest, intrigued, compassionate, passionate, motivated, and wanting to be able to take those next steps with you. Like that's where, again, you know, kind of like this idea of, of knowing that like the leader that you're working with is someone who is standing alongside of you opposed to someone that is leading from the back. You know, you've kind of seen this diagram before where there's like two pitchers and one of them is like, you know, like this is what a boss looks like. And it's like a guy like telling people like go that way. And they're like pulling this big boulder and the boss is sitting on the boulder. And then there's like, but this is what leadership looks like. And it's like a group of people with the leader, like holding the rope at the front and they're like, go this way. And it's everyone pulling the boulder together. So that idea of, again, you know, like, are you in the trenches with your people? Like, are you there with them? Are you shoulder to shoulder? Are you showing up in the ways that you're speaking? Are you walking the talk? Like, that's very, very important. Again, with that, their challenges can become your challenges, but with it, your victory also becomes their victory. And now it's interesting because honestly, being a conscious creator and being a, like a creator and a, and a leader in general, a lot of it is also this idea that there's so much that you will do that won't always be like, won't always be recognized. And, and so like, that's where, you know, going back to something I was talking about earlier, this isn't just a job. This is a vocation as a conscious creator, each and every single one of us here, this is us hearing the call within spirit that says, this is what you came here to be able to do. And other people, when you look at other people for leadership, you know, they're stepping into these like kind of like influencer roles and they're doing it to be the big, like the big wig and stuff like that. And to get popular and to kind of like become this like inflated kind of like egoic version of a human and everything like that. And so again, you know, like that's one way of what leadership looks like, but that's not really a leadership that people will want to follow unless they're seeing a reflection of that within themselves, which is a whole different dynamic. But again, to be able to really understand that your leadership functions best when it comes from a place of humility, where you're not doing it to be able to get <clears throat> that, that like that um, acknowledgement and that reciprocation all the time. It will come, it will come, but get used to it coming sometimes kind of like here and there. It may kind of be like kind of few and far between depending on what it is that you're doing. But again, that's why like, even for us within our Paradigm to Central community, one of the things that I really like to be able to emphasize is like celebrating each other, celebrating each other as we go. So as a leader, you know, sometimes it will feel like it's just like, is anyone paying attention? Is anyone like, do you guys appreciate this? Like, please let me know. And sometimes that's like happened with me at events where I would like do an entire broadcast. Like this was like back when I was younger and I was much more vulnerable as a leader and I would pour so much energy into a broadcast and it would just like be my heart and soul and people would be there. And then after the events, it would just be silence. And I'd be like, like, I think it's like the cancerian in me and be like, man, like if just one person reaches out to me and it's just like, Hey, I really appreciate what you did there. And then I'm just like, Oh, that's all I needed to hear. Like, thank you. That's literally all I needed to hear. So that's where, again, you know, even when you're on the opposite side of a creator's work or their events or anything like that, do not hesitate to reach out just to be able to show your appreciation. But again, as a creator, do not depend on it. Do not expect it as well. So Yes. Um, those are kind of like the main things that I want to be able to go over in terms of the, tr some traits of being a good leadership. So the other stuff I want to be able to go over from here is about, again, just really what it means to, to become a leader, group dynamics, mentoring, group life cycles, cohesiveness, 
confronting conflict, creating continuity, uh, ritual within leadership, within community, positive communication, curriculum. And again, just a little bit about kind of like the, the self-maintenance, the stuff that kind of like happens behind the scenes there as well. Um, before I do that, though, I want to be able to, again, just kind of like ask you guys some prompts and uh, just be able to check in if anybody has any questions uh, at, at the current time. So, um, yeah, it looks like, is there any questions as it is right now, just before I, I move? Candace, did you have a question? Go ahead. We can <clears throat> unmute you and I'll just take a break to catch my, uh, get my throat a little tea on it. Candace, if, uh, if you need, do I need to unmute your microphone? I'll Go ahead, Candace. Just uh, yep. Oh, sorry. I think I might have. Yeah, go ahead. Try again. There you go. I I just want to say to be a leader is to really listen and put yourself to give yourself the um technique of putting yourself in other pe people's shoes. I mean, that's a really, that's a really, um, that's a really important skill to master. Uh, and I just um, stay back and I, I do it on a daily basis, but it's really cool to just come together and share. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you, Candace. And then thank you again for sharing. And, and again, like as we're doing this, like that's where I do want to be able to invite you guys as we go through this to be able to like practice communicating from your heart. Like what does being a leader mean to you? Because I think all of us intuitively have these traits of leadership inside of us. And that's where, again, we don't, sometimes society, it doesn't really encourage it. Like it encourages us to be followers. It encourages us to be consumers. Rarely does society encourage us to be a leader. So if you're being a leader, again, this is you kind of like stepping out of the grain, you know, like stepping or stepping against the grain and really just going outside of your comfort zone. So one thing that I want to be able to hit upon here, and then I'm going to go back to it. And then I want to ask you guys these prompts. And then I want you to be able to reflect on this and write some of this into the chat. Shout out to those of you on YouTube. Um, right now, the majority of my focus is on the Zoom call, but I know we got about 10 people on YouTube. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for tuning in. And uh, the links for the info of this video, I did just update it. So if you refresh the YouTube page, you'll see the links for the Discord and the Patreon and all the other things. And we'll also include the links for all the creators within the broadcast as well. And, and we'll uh, hopefully, um, unless anybody has to leave early, we'll hear from all the creators. And uh, again, next week, we'll be uh, doing another event for our Spiritual Seeker Support Circle and you guys are again welcome back to that as well so when it comes to being a, a leader as a creator so we're talking about leader like there's different types of leaders you can be a leader of a business you can be a leader of a sports team or anything like that but as a leader as a creator a media creator which is again so much of what this community is about this for me is something very very important because as a creator we are as much as we choose to be like immediately stepping into a place of leadership. Why? Because people pay, people are paying attention. We have people's attention. And when you have people's attention, you have the chance to be able to lead them and leadership in that context can mean a few different things as a conscious creator. This is something that I've talked about before, but just very simplify it'd be like, where are we leading people to? What does that mean? What does it mean to be a conscious creator and to be a leader? My simple answer that I go back to on the daily is to very simply put it, to lead people back to the wisdom of their heart. 
And so when you think about that, that is like something that you can incorporate into every single aspect of what it is that you create as a content creator, leading people back to the wisdom of their own heart. And thus in turn, leading people back to their own sovereignty, their own leadership. That's a big thing that we want to be able to do as creators. We want to be able to not just create followers, but to be able to create people who feel inspired, who feel empowered, who feel like they are stepping into leaderships of their own reality as well. So as a leader, some of the, the traits that I just want to be able to hit upon here that are very, very important in relative to, again, like people who are on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. So a couple of things that I want to be able to mention. Presence. I'm just going to go through them all at once. Presence. Vulnerability. Reliability. Enthusiasm. Coordination. Cohesion. Administration. Adaptability. Presence dictation, clarity, consistency, focus, and having a support network, having other creators, having a team, having something that you can reach out to as need be. So I'm going to get into some of those as we go in and, and as well as again, kind of working through the other stuff of becoming a leader and, and the other things that I was talking about. And then we'll get close to wrapping up my main presentation. And I want to just at that point, open it up into more of the discussion and stuff as well. But before we do that, moving into some prompts. So this is a very, very important prompt because again, you know, each and every single one of you here, you're already leaders in your own way and you're at different stages of your leadership. And so going back to the core theme of what we were talking about of being like a leader of a spiritual community or a conscious community, or just even content online, you know, being able to really drop into the heart space to reflect on these questions is very important for helping you get clarity. The more clear that you can get, the better of a leader you will be able to be. Because one of the things that, you know, like, does not create a good leader is when people kind of like come into you, come into your content, come into your energy field, come into your community, and they're not really sure what it is that you do. They're not really sure what it is that you're about. They're like, oh, like, is this about this? Is this about this? I'm not like, I need more clarity. And so that clarity, understanding that your leadership is a holographic reflection of yourself. So before you even put all your content out there, and not to say that if you haven't, if you have already, that means you're doing anything wrong. But as you move forward and you continue to put more content out there, really take time for yourself to be able to, to allow yourself to get really clear on what it is that you want to be able to create. And that's where, again, you know, within the Paradigm Shift Central community, and especially for our members, one of the things I help you guys with is getting clarity. And that's where a lot of like the one-on-one -on -one sessions that you guys can book with me, we can spend an hour and we can brainstorm and I can ask you guys like more questions and we can talk and really help you get that clarity because that's really important. So here are some basic prompts that I want to be able to ask for you guys. So number one, what is your basic motivation for doing this? And I want you guys to be able to share your questions in the chat. And, and um, we'll just kind of go through this one at a time. And, uh, and then we can just kind of like also, um, I think we can probably even just like open up a little bit of discussion as we go through this. So I'll just do it one at a time. So prompt number one, what is your basic motivation for doing this? What is your basic motivation for, for wanting to be able to lead? And again, with that question, that's where again, kind of for a lot of us goes back to this idea of like, you know, it's just like, oh, like, I want to share something I'm passionate about. I want to help people. Maybe I've gone through my own healing and I want to be able to help others go through their healing as well. I don't want others to have to suffer in the same way I have suffered as well. I want to inspire people, I want to motivate people. So um, yeah, if anybody does want to be able to share, Candice, if, I know it's easier for you to just be able to dictate as well. So, so Candice, if you just want to be able to share on that real quick, and then if anybody else feels called to be able to share on that um, as well, we can do that. And then we'll just go through. There's about like seven or eight of these. So um, we'll 
set maybe just like 15 minutes aside for this. Candice, did you want to share what is your basic motivation for doing this? And this being like, you know, like leadership, wanting to be able to step into to your role as a leader. So go, go ahead, Candice, you can unmute your audio there and we'll uh, hear from you in a second. And then anybody else, you can just kind of jump in after Candice. So, and uh, go ahead, Candice. Oh, let me, uh, is it easier for me to hit the unmute button for you, Candice? Maybe I can, we'll just give Candice one second here. No problem. And yeah, and really just take time to meditate on this. I know um, I see uh, some of you just like really kind of dropping in deep for this. And then the other, Hi. okay, go, go ahead, Candice. Sorry. No worries. Um, getting to um, my, my importance of being a leadership leader and um, leadership is my focus is to um, create, create a world that works for everybody and everybody can come together and um, create in, in, in the world what lights them up and that they can um, participate and bring joy and peace and in their creation for the whole world. Beautiful. Very well said. Thank you. Thank you, Candace. Wonderful. All right. Well, uh, any, anybody else wanted to be able to just practice sharing on that? So again, what is, what is your motivation for doing this? And again, you know, it's kind of going back to the question we even started off when we were doing the first week of the dojo, which is like, what is your why? You know, like, like that in itself is really, really important. So um, anybody who wants to be able to share uh, and I'd be happy to even just, um, Again, if, if we just want to be able to share from the chat as well. Um, Eloise says, inspire others to live authentically. Beautiful, beautiful, well said. And uh, if there are any comments in the chat, um, Morgan says, when I started out, I had no one I could talk to about these things. I want to be someone who people can have access and turn to. Very well said, Morgan. So, all right. If anybody else wants to be able to share, let me know real quick. Uh, yeah, Kristen, go ahead. Um, yeah, my motivation is to um, show that being an emotionally rich human is full of potential and that emotions don't need to be shunned in order for you to access like the things that you want. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well said. Yeah. And, and again, even as we kind of explore this, because I know <clears throat> as different leaders, like a lot of us have kind of like different stories and different interests that we're kind of like showing up through so i love the idea that again you know all of us are are creating different spaces and different content to be able to serve different purposes while still serving this bigger purpose of again kind of what we said wanting to be able to help serve people in one way or another so kristen thank you and again for, for all of you guys here um you guys are all awesome creators so we'll make sure that we get everybody connected with each other and uh we'll post your instagram links by the end of this as well and that'll be in the youtube chat Anybody else who wants to be able to share on that question? And even if you're just reflecting on it, I'm going to read a couple in the chat. Dorothy says, to provide content inspiration that is wholesome, fun, and multi-leveled for all ages. Beautiful. Well said, Dorothy. And Darius says, remind people of their power and that the future is now and allows for the impossible to be possible. Ooh, I love that. Well said. Eloise, I was initially hearing the word emotion. So thank you for that, Kristen. Oh, there we go. There we go. Already the sync's happening. Um, anybody else in the chat? Conrad says, make the intangible tangible and show them their true self. 
Very well said. I love that. Again, we're all kind of like talking about like, we're using different words of, to explain this, this multi-leveled thing, which again is like spirit doing what it can to be able to help wake itself up, so to speak. So let's move into the next question. There's a few more here. So I just want to be able to move through these. And then there's a couple other things I want to be able to get through our list. And then uh, again, within that, we'll be opening up discussion as well. So thank you guys again for, for being here. Um, again, key aspects of being a leader is acknowledgement and gratitude and appreciation. So I've already done that <clears throat> already as we go, but I do just want to take a moment here to really do say that I do appreciate you guys being here. And uh, again, this is something that I'm passionate about, right? Like I know for me, stepping on this journey as a leader, it's one of those things where it's like ripples created waves. Like I don't know how many lives I've changed but I know that all of us can do it. So as much as I've changed lives, if I can help you inspire you to be able to create that ripple even further, that in itself accelerates the shift in consciousness. So we're all doing what we can and that's all, that's all we need to do. So next, next prompt relative to being a leader, what are your skills? What are your skills? So just take a moment here to be able to, to reflect on that. And, and that may be something where it's just like, Oh man, like, maybe there's like skills that I have that I haven't even actually like thought about too much before. So that's where, again, you know, like for, for some of you, what I want to be able to help you with is being able to on one of those skills, if you feel called, it could be something where it's facilitating sacred space, you know, like that's a big thing of what we do here within the paradigm shift community is, is helping people create these events, helping people create circles, helping people create workshops and presentations and broadcasts to create those spaces as well. So, you know, what are, what are some of my skills? I would say, again, you know, I would say some of my skills are again, you know, like being able to tell story. That's something that I'm really passionate about being able to have expertise, managing community to the best of my ability while still being open to learn, being able to speak in front of a crowd facilitating events and broadcasts. So again, those are some of my skills. We don't have to spend too, too much on this one, but again, if you guys just want to be able to, to, to even just like, kind of like reflect on that, on what are your skills? We'll just go on to the next one, actually, because this one's a little bit more interesting, but just reflect on that on your own. Like, what are your skills and kind of like write those out? Cause as you write those out, these in itself will help you get kind of like clarity on what it is that, that you're feeling called to do. And it's not just like what you're feeling called to do. It's what spirit is kind of like asking you to do. So again, a lot of leadership is, going back to this question of what is needed. And, and so this is reflecting based on, you know, your own personal experiences of maybe, you know, there was something that you needed that didn't exist. And you're just like, oh man, I wish this type of community existed when I needed it. Oh wait, I can create that community and now it can be there for others as well. So let's just move on to the next one. Um, I do just want to be mindful of the time and, and everybody's attendance. So the next question is, what is your level of commitment? What is your level of commitment? So take a moment to be able to reflect on this because this could mean different things to different people. <clears throat> what is your level of commitment? You know, some people would just be like, I'm doing this no matter what. Like I'm literally like doing this to the best of my ability until the day I die, so to speak. And then, you know, you can also approach this from the, <clears throat> from the perspective of, you know, what is my commitment? It could be, well, you know, I also am a family member and maybe I have a job and maybe I have people that I have to be able to take care of. So maybe this is something where I'll be able to put, you know, a couple days a week towards it. So some people are going to be like, you know what, I want to go all in on this. But then other people it's going to be something where it's like, you know what, I want to start off in a way that might just be more kind of like casual and, and just kind of like, you know, 
a little bit here and there, and then you slowly begin to, to build up to it. So um, allowing yourself to know where your commitment is at is, is totally fine. So you can, in your soul, be 100% committed, but then from the perspective of like managing time, it might be a different answer where it's just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like this is something that I think I'll start off as a bit of a hobby, but I love the idea of being able to make it into a full-time devotion or eventually again, you know, go from hobby to part-time devotion to full-time devotion. And that's where, again, you know, I'm using the word devotion, not just job. Like that's my vision for the community. And I've said this before, but I didn't explicitly say it in this broadcast is to literally be able to help fellow conscious creators become fully supported in doing what they want to do for a living in supporting them and being supported in doing their devotion for a living. Because again, like with that, that just accelerates the shift in consciousness, like this corporate machine that we've kind of been born into this like slave system that's drawing us away from our passions and our presence. That's what we're figuring out how to be able to, to kind of like transform ourselves through. So the more that we can, again, learn to be able to build our regenerative income, create those means of revenue, and literally be able to transform that energy financially into the ability to be able to help us say, you know what, I'm able to commit more focus and time into that. Like even just right now, like literally just check in with your heart. For those of you who really do feel called to to want to be like a full-time conscious creator, feel into your heart, like right now, like what would it feel like to be able to do that full time to wake up every day and to just be like, okay, what am I going to create today? And to just feel like fully supported and fully loved and to really just be in that place of excitement. And even right now, like I'm just kind of closing my eyes because I'm inviting you guys to, to share that as well. Because one of the things of being a leader, again, it's really being able to, to see things from this nonlinear perspective, to feel the future, to know that it already exists. And to know that if you're feeling that calling within your heart to want to be able to, to be a creator, relatively speaking, that reality exists for you to be able to do this in a way where you can commit as much time as you wish to it, to really be able to be as fully supported in this as you can possibly imagine. So when you just allow yourself to open up your heart to that possibility, you're also opening yourself up to the alignment with that reality. So so yeah, and again, that's where it's like, oh, it gets into like manifestation and law of attraction and stuff like that. But again, as a leader, without having to get like too much into the manifestation stuff, it is about being able to like really kind of like tune your frequency, you know, and that's where the difference between like a good leader and someone who's like not a good leader. See, there's, there's a kind of, there's like someone who's a good leader, someone who's a bad leader, and then someone who's learning and developing as a leader. But the difference between a good leader and a bad leader, a good leader, they're dialed in they're clear, they're focused, people show up and they're just like, I'm excited to be a part of what it is that they're creating. A good leader doesn't just like ask people to join their thing. They invite them to be a part of what it is that they're creating. They're like, yo, I'm going on this epic adventure. Who would like to come with me? You know, like, let's do this together. Whereas like a bad leader would, would again, just kind of be like all over the place, just kind of be like here and there. And sometimes they're popping up and they're talking about things all over the place. And they're just kind of like, they're chirping at people. They're getting in arguments and they just kind of have like this energy where it's just kind of like, that doesn't feel really exciting. Like it, it feels like something where like, maybe I would be wasting my time if I were to kind of like begin following that person. So what you want to be able to be is someone where you're dialed in and your ability to get clear on what you, your role is as a leader, where it allows people to confidently 
feel secure in being able to, to go on that journey with you. And that doesn't mean that you have to have everything figured out. Again, like that dialed in this can literally be able to open up yourself to that vulnerability to be able to say, look, this is what I know I want to create. And I know I'm still learning how to be able to create it, but my vision is so clear. Who wants to be able to help create it with me? Who wants to be a part of this? Who wants to be able to help be a part of this journey where we get to be able to grow together? And that's literally what I had to do. When I started Paradigm Shift, I had to start from scratch. And then I learned by doing every video I did became practice for the next one. Every event that I did became practice for the next one. So again, it's just kind of like having that support and that confidence to be able to get yourself moving forward. And that's, again, a big part of what we do here within the Paradigm Shift Central community, giving you guys a space to practice and giving you guys the confidence to be able to feel excited about being able to step forward into those things that you haven't done before. So let's just keep moving forward a little bit. I want to be able to, again, just keep an eye on the time. So next question, what kind of satisfaction are you expecting? What's your reward? And I want to be able to, to invite you guys to be able to, to share on this one, because I think this is an interesting question. So I'll ask it again. What kind of satisfaction are you expecting? What is your reward? So again, some people might just be like, oh, I'm, I want to be able to make a bunch of money and I want to like buy a big house and I want to be able to like be super popular and I want to be a million followers and I want everyone to know my name and things like that. That's what some people say. You know, you look at all like these like big TikTokers on YouTube or, you know, like all these big creators on TikTok and everything like that, like they're leaders. They are, they're, they're influencing people and stuff like that, but they're influencing from a different place. Maybe they're influencing from a place of unconsciousness. So what do you, how does it, how is it different when you reflect on that question from a place of consciousness, of awareness, of humility, of service, what kind of satisfaction are you expecting? What is your reward? So if you guys want to be able to practice, even just like sharing from your heart, go, go ahead and we can pass it to, to anybody here who would like to be able to practice doing that. And I would encourage you guys to like, even if you're just like, oh, I'm not entirely sure, use this as a space to be able to practice. Just listen to your heart right now. You guys don't have to like say like, you know, like the most beautiful thing ever. All you have to do is just kind of listen to your heart right now. And generally, this is where I'm inviting you guys into this opportunity to be a little bit vulnerable right now. Reflecting on that question, what kind of satisfaction are you expecting as a creator, as a leader, whatever that means to you, what is your reward? Melissa, I'll pass it over to you. Go right ahead. I really appreciate this question because I don't think I've actually sat with this with myself. And just instantly, I felt when you asked, what is my reward? It's when I see somebody that I've worked with allowing themselves to be who they truly are authentically without their mask, without any fear. It's, it's watching, it's watching everyone bloom into their power. That's, that's my reward genuinely. And reflecting on this right now, I really needed that recognition to come into my consciousness because that's can be a very delayed gratification. And, um, learning to celebrate those little milestones with whoever it may be is such an important part of that journey because sometimes you don't see the change until it's blatantly in your face so oh that felt so good thank you that's thank thank you melissa beautifully beautifully said and and yeah that's where again you know what what i think you'll find for a lot of people here we'll have similar answers where like i've said before you know the reason we're here like we are here because we want to be able to serve people 
our reward is, and this is from my experience, when I do some sort of really cool video or something like that, and someone sends me a message back and they're just like, that made my day that, that like, I, maybe I was having a crappy day and that shifted my energy or, you know, like I've never been a part of a community like this before. It's literally changing my life. And that's the thing. Like, I don't even, I don't do all the work. I just hold the space for them to be able to do their own inner work for them to be able to step into that. Kristen, did you want to go? I think, I think there was like a heart icon that popped up. I wasn't sure if that was like a hand raised thing. And, and even if maybe, maybe you could go anyways, it's solely up to you again. I'll, I'm, <laughs> Free, yeah. I was reacting to Melissa, but okay, yeah, that what I was, totally, yeah. <laughs> totally feel what she's saying. Yeah, seeing people kind of transcend their old limitations and um, the witnessing healing in people, like whether it's from crystals or sessions or whatever, feel it like them acknowledging the shift. And even if they don't, witnessing it from afar and that just the energetic sense and intuitive sensation that stuff's moving. And so people are, um, yeah, that, that sensation of evolution and um, particularly with any kind of um, coaching session work, but people are moving outside of the subconscious programs that their family upbringing, their conservative views of society are putting like that, that have affected them when they're starting to see over the edge of that and, and move into, yeah, power and um, self-actualization outside of those things. Yeah. Really satisfying. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's so awesome to hear. Yeah. And, and again, I just want to, there's a lot of really beautiful creators here. So um, I'll, I'll do my best to be able to just kind of like reiterate everybody's uh, Instagram. And, and Kristen is a spiral soul seed on Instagram and as well as uh, Melissa, who is love, truth, light on Instagram. And I'll literally post those into the, uh, into the YouTube chat as we are going so that you guys can join, but I'll also go back and post those into the YouTube info as well. So you guys can go and check that out. And again, I'm, I'm excited to like learn more about what everybody else here is doing. Like there's some of the creators where like, I've, again, you know, like part of my role is being able to, again, invite you guys into a space where you're just like, whoa, like this is the first time that I've hung out with a group of creators. This is really inspiring to be able to see other people like that's kind of like what's been happening is that I've observed this. So like, there's all these people that are feeling this calling, feeling this vocation, answering the call, going on this hero's journey of wanting to be able to help make the world a better place. But being able to bring us into one space, very, very, very powerful. Cause that's again, where we really get to be able to celebrate and learn and grow. And, and again, to be able to pass on this wisdom. And as much as I'm here to pass on wisdom to you guys, like hundred percent, all of us have something here that we can all learn from each other. And that's where, again, the future events coming out of this, that's where, if you guys are hosting events, I want to be able to learn from you. I want to be able to, again, give that opportunity for all of us to be able to practice sharing wisdom. I guarantee that like anybody tune into this, like if you were to think, you know, like if I were to host an event, if I were to host a discussion circle, if I were to share a piece of, you know, if I were to talk, create a theme, create a space, mentor on some specific topic, like what would that be? And that's kind of like a side topic, but I do want you guys to really start thinking about that idea of, you know, like really reflecting on, you know, like for those of you who do want to be able to create community or do want to be able to create events, you know, like what is that going to start looking like? And that's actually a little bit um, later into the questions that we got here. Going in back into that question, what kind of satisfaction are you expecting? Um, anybody else who want to be able to share on that? I'm just going to read. There are a couple of comments in the chat. Um, Eloise, I'll pass it to you in one second. So 
Brianna was saying as well, Brianna was saying, um, and this might have been the earlier question, I want to be able to counsel people and really help them connect their present issues with the past. I miss uncovering and bringing clarity to people's lives. I'm really satisfied when I work with someone who finally feels they can take control of their thoughts and and consequently their lives. If I fail at bringing client satisfaction, I don't give up and close myself off. Very well said, Brianna. I'm glad you're able to join in as well. Um, CeeLo, I'm just going to read your comment there as well. Um, To see the world become a better place, to help humanity raise consciousness so we can all live with more abundance and freedom. Beautiful. Dorothy said, what I have found through doing this is the comments from kids, kids who have lack of joy, the lack who lack in joy in aspects in their lives. They find my content and say that it has brought them something positive to look forward to. Beautiful, beautiful, Dorothy. Um, For those of you in the Zoom chat, if you guys can just post your Instagram handles while we're just between questions, I'd be appreciated. I'll make sure I'm not missing anyone in the show notes. And um, Eloise, we'll pass it over to you. And then if there's anybody else who wants to be able to go after that, honestly, like this question in itself is almost like a full-length podcast. But um, Eloise, go go ahead when you're ready. (laughs) Thanks again. Sure. So um, for me, it's... Uh, it's kind of the reward is kind of like my own freedom and my my own sovereignty Um, because right now I do like work for people I do help people I work for Colorado Medicaid so like I am indirectly helping people through my work but I feel like so constricted so constrained I feel like there's so many pressures on me and I feel like I'm just like being crushed by the weight of my job and um, the people I work with. So um, my reward is not only helping people, but doing so in an environment where I feel more free and um, like able to be myself, my true authentic self, because I feel very constricted in that sense as well in my job. Um, So yeah, that's kind of like, what I look forward to when I envision that um, getting to the place where I want to be is uh, having a lot more freedom in, in what I can do and where I can be and, and, and the things that I'm doing in my daily life. Beautiful, beautifully said. Yeah. And, and again, you know, it's kind of as a leader, like we want to be able to in- increase our impact. So if there's like kind of like stepping stones that we can create along the way where it kind of like gives us more opportunity and a little bit more freedom to be able to focus our energy on other aspects of things that we want to be able to do to be able to serve. That's really, really powerful. Again, you know, it's being a leader is really, it's a core part about being a leader is being where you are being present with where you are while still holding visions of those futures. So having that clarity, be able to say, yes, this is what I'm working towards but I fully honor where I am right now. And again, I'm with this moment to be able to embrace any lessons that are here. And then again, just kind of like taking those small steps along the way. And um, it's powerful what can happen literally just like, you know, like in a few months when you really just start aligning with that idea of being like, you know, like what would it look like for me to be able to, to become more of that leader, to become more of that creator as well. So um, let's check in. Andrew, did you want to share anything on this? Wasn't sure if you were putting your hand up, but dude, even still, I would, yeah, I would encourage you if you feel called, man. Go for it. Um, um, no, I, I didn't have anything to share. All right. All good. All good, man. So let's uh, let's keep bouncing around a little bit and we'll go into the next question. So again, the previous questions that we've had, what is your basic motivation for doing this? What are your skills? What are your level of commitment? And what kind of satisfaction are you expecting? The next question is, what information will you transmit? 
So this is this is an important question. So this is where we start kind of getting into like, you know, like what are the themes of my content? What are the themes of my community? What are the themes of my spaces? What are the discussion topics that we're going to be able to explore? So, you know, if it's just like, okay, we're just going to explore spirituality. It's like, okay, narrow that down. What are the, the, the specific themes within that? Are you going to talk about, you know, are you going to talk about meditation? talk about past lives, talk about energy work, talk about healing, talk about aliens and all of these things, you know, there's so many topics within that and it's no limit to it, but it's just being able to get clear on kind of like where you feel most called to be able to focus in on. And honestly, like even with me, like kind of like doing the preparation for this presentation today, I was kind of doing this and I'm like, you know what? Like I, I feel actually inspired to want to be able to transmit more information about leadership because again that's where it's like that need is there it's needed there where there are people who who are like this world needs more leaders and so you know that's something where even just doing this presentation is just kind of like a microcosm of a macrocosm where it's like oh like you know like how can I create more TikTok content about that, where I'm specifically talking a bit about leadership and, and allowing more people to just be able to reflect and activate that leader within themselves as well. So what information will you transmit? And, and again, this can be a wide range of things. This can be, you know, with a lot of the information, it's, it's, it's not even this idea of just like, it's about educating people, but it's also about being able to encourage people to reflect. So the transmission that you're putting out is also a mirror and it's giving people that chance to be able to say like, Oh, you know, like, like, what am I seeing within myself through the information that you're transmitting? So your transmission may be your story. It may be your vulnerability. And then within that other people look at that, they relate to it. They see themselves and they actually feel like this kinship. They feel this relatability, which can be very um, inviting and transformational as well. So uh, for those of you in the YouTube chat, feel free to reflect on this as well. And for anybody here, if you guys just want to be able to practice sharing, and again, this will give you guys a chance to even just kind of, again, communicate a little bit more about like what kind of content that you guys create, what type of communities that you guys facilitate or are seeking to facilitate as well. So if anybody would like to be able to share on that, please feel free. And uh, again, I'll just read some of the comments in the chat. Um, Breezy was saying, I think this might've been from earlier. Um, when we have the opportunity to see others feeling free to be themselves, it's truly a gift. Sometimes people need to have their basic needs met and figured out. I would like focusing on those foundations, things like food, water, shelter, and exercise, people feel stable in its healing. Absolutely. So um, going back to that question though, what information will you transmit or what information are you transmitting? Would anybody like to be able to practice sharing on that? And again, even if you're just like, like in this space, try not to think too hard about it. Just kind of feel it, just kind of feel. And, and even if you're not already doing it, what, what would you like to do? Envision that. What do you get excited about transmitting? What do you get excited about being able to talk to people about? So getting that clarity there. So if anybody would like to be able to share, feel free to jump in there and we can raise your hands. You guys are very, you can tell everybody's like reflecting and stuff right now. Kristen, go ahead. Yes, when you're ready. Um, that no matter what shit is in the past, emotional baggage wise, that it is possible to both love it overcome it and move past the kind of grip that it's had um and yeah to be that spiritual and personal fulfillment is possible and and doesn't matter what what's been there um because a lot of people can get stuck in that density that 
um, they'll always have that like heaviness in the past because of some events or rejection or depression and all that kind of stuff that it'll always return, but um, that it is possible to move through all that stuff um, and find life force again. Beautifully said. And, and again, that, that's a great example where as leaders, you know, some of us are going to be covering like a wide variety of topics, but like when we can really just kind of focus in on something and it may just be for a bit where it's like, you know what, I'm going to start really just focusing on this, maybe even just for like a month or two or however long you feel called where you could literally like focus your service and your leadership where it's just like, I want to be that person that helps people heal from their past. And then if you can really get clear on that, as simple as that is, that one theme has an infinite depth of dynamic range. And so that's where don't feel like you need to do everything. You can literally just be like, I want to be the person that really focuses on meditation. And then you dive into that. I want to be the person that really focuses on dream practices and you dive into that. So don't feel like you have to do everything. Like sometimes as a leader, and this is honestly like something that, that I, I experience and I struggle with this because with paradigm shift, I'm kind of doing multiple things at once where again, I'm facilitating community of conscious creators. I'm facilitating spiritual discussions in general. I'm just kind of like having this kind of like things that are just all over the place sometimes. So, you know, there are certain times where even for myself, as I'm doing this, where it's just like, you know, like I feel like, okay, let's just kind of like slow down and let's just take maybe the next week to really just focus in on one thing. And what does that feel like? Because when we're trying to be the person that's talking about everything spiritual, like that can take a lot. And, and the fact is that since there's so many of us, you know, if someone comes to you and they're just like, Hey, can you help me with this? You might be like, Oh, you know, I actually know someone who, who specializes in that. And then again, we kind of come this team where we can actually kind of like point people in different directions and say like, yeah, like I'll focus on this. You focus on this, you focus on this. And together we're all kind of creating this like Omega leader hive mind mentality sort of thing. So yeah, if anybody else wanted to be able to share on that, and again, even if you guys are just kind of like reflecting within your own hearts, that's the most important thing. So, and, and again, with that idea of like, what, what do you, what information will you transmit? But it's also like that question of what do you get excited? What do you get excited about being able to talk about? Or what do you want to be able to, to meet the need of as well? So um, did anybody else want to be able to share on that? And no worries either way. We're going to, I want to be able to kind of like move through the rest of the, the presentation and we'll keep an eye on the time here as well. Darius, yes, please go right ahead and, and thanks again. Yeah, um, I figured, yeah, I mean, I've just kind of like started exploring this a little bit for myself, but like, I, I've really kind of taken the like into doing writing into topics that maybe are more about the mundane type things, but more to like a deeper perspective and how they kind of influence us on like the day to day, almost kind of like the philosophical twist, but also just recognizing the meaning and like the everyday moments that happen and kind of like pass by which we often will like take for granted and and kind of like project lots of things on them and, and expectations and, and a lot of times you can kind of like pull a pull a lot of that back and actually find a lot of like just magic in the moment and so that's something i've been trying to do with writing it's beautiful beautifully said yeah i remember when i was kind of like exploring my journey as a creator and stuff, you know, there's a period where I'm just like, I'm like, I want to be like, if, if I were to choose this path, if I was literally just the person that reminded people that they're basically trees, I'm okay with that. Like, and that, that would be my thing. I, I just like, I just reiterate that message and find new ways to be able to reiterate that message and use all these metaphors and analogies. Cause that was like such a big thing for me. I'm like, we're basically trees. Like we're the trees, man. And then like, it was so 
in my heart and I'm just like, okay, maybe, maybe that's my thing. Maybe I'm the guy that reminds people that they're trees. What would that look like? What would that feel like? But um, obviously the universe wanted a little bit more from me, but when I have the chance, I definitely like going back to those themes. So um, anyways, okay. Anybody else who wanted to be able to, to share on that? And again, you, you guys, everybody here, you guys do already transmit like such beautiful information. And I think again, just acknowledging and, and celebrating the collective conversation that we create here. Uh, it, it's really special, you know, like it, it's really special to be in this day and age where so many of us have the tools and have the the desire and the calling to want to be able to practice transmitting this information, which again, it's not just like us transmitting. It's literally like source speaking through us kind of like going back to that. So it's like, you know, working on being able to, to really just kind of be a leader within your own heart. And then in the process of doing that, being able to listen and being able to hear, well, what does source want to be able to say through me? What does source want to be able to speak through my unique position and vessel and everything like that? So um, it's really powerful, especially, you know, if you were to just kind of like think like, it's like, okay, imagine you have a, imagine you have like a hundred people's attention right now. What do you want to do with that? Like, literally, what do you want to do if you had 100 people paying attention to you? Because that's what a big part of being a leader is. It's being able to, like, hold people's attention with, like, sacredness. Like, people are paying attention to you. Like, that's energy, man. Like, when people are paying attention to you, that is a relationship. That is a one-to-one -one relationship. And that's where, again, you, you, you probably notice that where, like, you're scrolling through things and, like, you're paying attention to some video and you're just, like, this is wasting my time. Like, this is stupid. Like, I don't know what, what I'm even watching this for. And then you just switch off of it. Right. So like, if someone is paying attention to you, they are exchanging their energy and you want to be able to honor that energy. And so what can you be able to do to really be able to make that time worthwhile for them without trying to put like so much pressure where it's like, Oh God, people are paying attention quick, say something cool. Uh, uh, and then you just kind of like get caught up in yourself. But again, you know, like, when it comes to being a creator, you actually want to be able to get into this position within your own heart where you would literally like show up in the same way if you were in front of three people as if you were in front of 300 people. And that for me was actually a big thing, even as my journey as a leader, where like when I was doing live broadcasts, I would do that where I would like, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to show up on this live broadcast as if there's a thousand people tuned in right now. And just what would that feel like? And really just kind of like imagine that and just be in that space. And now that's just kind of like my default again, you know, like the, the leadership aspect is something, it's a muscle. It takes practice. You develop it over time. So let's move into the next part. And, uh, and then from there, I want to be able to just kind of go through the last bit. And then I want to be able to just kind of, again, open up into any questions, open conversation. There's a lot of stuff. We may go a little bit longer on this, but I don't want it to go too long. So um, the other question is what what is your group's core purpose and what are the group's goals? So assuming you're creating a group and, and again, you know, like, even if you're just like, well, I'm not really sure if I'm going to create a community. I don't know if I'm going to create a Patreon. I don't know if I'm going to create a discord. Use this in the context that your group are the people who are paying attention to you, the people who are tuned into your space. And, and if it's relative, the people who are joining into your events, the people that you are having direct communication with that you are working alongside with what is your group's core purpose? What are your group's goals? And we kind of explored that within the earlier part, again, this idea of, you know, like, what's your motivation and everything with that as well. So again, you know, as an example, speaking from my position, so within the paradigm to central community, first of all, there's core purposes, and then there's kind of like secondary purposes. So it's okay if there's like actually like more than one purpose. 
one of the core purposes of, of the group that I facilitate is to be able to create a community of conscious creators and support those conscious creators and helping assist with the shift in consciousness, whatever that looks like. And then within that, there's also kind of like the secondary layer, which I'm actually going to be putting a little bit more focus on moving forward, where it is also bringing together spiritual seekers and helping people on their journey back to the heart, helping people on this journey of spirituality and unfolding into the great mystery and assisting them on their own awakening process as well. So um, that for me is, is, is a part of the group. And again, within that, it's all about like administration and managing broadcasts and creating events and creating cool content. Da, 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 da. But just focusing on that core, that core purpose, if you want to be able to just reflect on that, because again, these questions, if you guys are writing these down, you, you'll have these in front of you and be like, oh, like this is helping give me a little bit more clarity on what it is I'm creating, what it is that I'm moving towards you. It gives you a destination on the map that you can collectively show up. And even if you have nobody there with you yet, you can send out this message and say, hey, everyone, I'm going over here. Who wants to come with me? And they're like, whoa, that person's pretty excited. Like, what are they talking about? Like, I want to join this party. Let's figure out what it is that they got going on. So having clarity on where it is that you're going is obviously one of the most important things as a leader. But it doesn't mean that you have to have everything figured out and even you don't even have to know what the end destination is. You just have to know, hey, I'm moving in that direction. Honestly, one of the most powerful things as a creator that I found is actually embracing. Sometimes you're moving forward almost as a social experiment. What would happen if I were to create these type of events? What would happen if I were to bring people together to be able to talk about like metaphysical contexts and stuff like that? That's kind of what I did when I created Paradigm Shift. Like I knew it would be beneficial. I knew it would serve people, but it was also just kind of like, let's see what happens. And like the mystery of it actually excited me. And then it was kind of like, I'll grow it as I go. And then as it time went forward, the clarity almost arose out of it. So your destination may not be all the way over there, but if your destination is, Hey, I want to create a group next week to have a spiritual discussion with some pretty cool people. That's enough. Or your, your, your goal may be, hey, I want to be able to create a video where I'm teaching people about chakras or, hey, I want to be able to create a video where I'm talking about my own journey of healing, you know, like having that. And then again, just kind of like stepping through with it is enough. And then you're finding yourself creating these like mini destinations along the way as well. Um, Darius says attunement, very well said. So um, anybody else who wanted to be able to, to share on, again, that question. And again, this is giving you guys a chance to even kind of like plug your stuff uh, as well. So if you guys are already creating content, if you're already, if you're already doing coaching services, or if you're already creating events, um, yeah, feel free to even just kind of like speak from experience. Or if you're not at that point where you're creating events, speak, feel, speak theoretical, speak with the intention of like, you know, this is something I want to be able to create when the time comes as well. So um, Melissa, yes, please go right ahead. Um, what you just said was so synchronistic because it's really what happened when I was guided to start a Facebook group to try and connect the people that had been connecting in TikTok live chats in a more tangible way. And it just evolved and has turned into something so much bigger than I was expecting. And it's so beautiful because the, the core purpose, and it still is the core purpose, is to unite people with like-minded individuals to support them on their journey and to have a space where they feel accepted and loved regardless of their belief system, knowing that it's a safe space to just show up, ask questions and know that you aren't gonna be judged for having those questions. And it's beautiful. And now it's 
expanding and growing into allowing others to step into their leadership and their spiritual gifts and have a way to practice. If they don't have a thousand TikTok followers, they can go live in the Facebook group. And it's just such a beautiful collaboration of gorgeous, unique consciousness. And it's been beautiful to just allow it to evolve into what it's meant to be. That's awesome. Melissa, congratulations on again. And, and just uh, like literally, cause like I'm, there's still a lot that I'm getting to learn just from being able to hang out with you guys here. How long ago did you create that, uh, that group? Like how long has that kind of been in the works? I started it in March and then uh, I'm sure you all know the energies have been kind of crazy. <laughs> so it took a little bit of a hermit break from it um, for a couple of months, but now we're, we're back in full swing. So it's been around about, I guess that's six, six ish months. I don't know, nine months, whatever. Time's not real. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's wonderful. And, and again, for those of you looking to connect with Melissa, uh, Melissa's on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash love truth light with a period after love and after truth so love period truth period light and again the link for that is in the info there as well and and yeah I'm, and melissa i'm excited to be able to again just kind of like check out more of what it is you've got going on because like it's cool because like within the paradigm central community like we celebrate the fact that like as conscious creators we're facilitating community so like the paradigm shift central is like a hub for creators to come together who are also creating community so it's like communities branched through communities and stuff like that so yeah that, that's really wonderful to hear melissa and, and again thank you for joining and for sharing and for doing the work and for learning along the way and i'm excited to just again i want to go through a couple more things and i, I just want to get into conversation i just want to ask you guys a little bit about you know what's your experience from leadership as well so um anybody else who wanted to be able to share on that that last prompt about what are what are what are the what are your community what are your group's core purpose if you guys want to be able to share on that or what are your core goals yeah silamon please by all means and then kristen after that go ahead Hello. Um, so I have a community called uh, Bring Me to Life. Um, Bring Me to Life Network is a, is a thing. And we have a few podcasts on there. And we also have articles and different things to help others um, find their spiritual truth and to, um, you know, to help them wake up and shine on. That's like our slogan, wake up and shine on. And so it's it's really fun. We do events and stuff too. And I feel like when I started it as like a YouTube video series, that was like the whole purpose was to find my spiritual truth. And, you know, it was such an amazing experience. You know, I thought it was, you know, important to to help others experience that as well. That's beautiful. And, and yeah, and, and, and Celo, you've been, you've been doing the bring me to life network for since 2012, 13 ish. Um, yeah. Tw like the end of 2011. 2011. Yeah. 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 Me and me and me and Celo, we've, <clears throat> we've been, we've been running through the podcast circuit for quite a while now. And, and, and dude, thank you again for, for all the work that, that you and, and Shannon and, and everybody else within the community hold as well. So it's really beautiful. So cool. Awesome. And, and again, for uh, CeeLo, I'll, I'll post a link for that. Um, CeeLo has his own Instagram at CeeLoMonOfficial and then also the, the Bring Me to Life network as well. And uh, I'll link that into the chat. So cool. Okay. Um, Kristen, go ahead. And then after that, if there's anybody else, and then we'll uh, move into the next part and then we'll get close to just kind of open things up where I just want to be able to give you guys a chance to just kind of like brainstorm more about leadership with us. So yeah, go ahead, Kristen. 
Um, I have a like a fortnightly meditation group through my Instagram and it kind of started as a way, like the core purpose of it was to bring more um, anchoring activities to the kind of ethereal stuff we do. So I'm a tarot reader as well. So I was doing readings a lot on my Instagram, but feeling like getting a lot of comments and stuff and people talking about it. But I know that we are all at risk of doing readings and not doing anything with them, like not anchoring the energy and just letting it be like entertaining in that moment and not kind of pulling in energetically and really sitting with it long enough. So um, yeah, I started meshing my readings with this meditation group because um, yeah, I'm really passionate about meditation, but also passionate about the mystery and tarot and intuition and those kind of practices. So um, yeah, the core intention was to really pull pull that information from readings into the body so it can really land in the subconscious so we can do something with it and it can materialize in the world easier um and there's like a little bit of chakra clearing and stuff that goes on in the theme of the reading that comes through depending on who's in the group um and and yeah so that was our core purpose but also was for me as what I do in my multifaceted business with the crystals and meditation sessions and everything a way for people to engage with healing um, that's donation-based rather than them having to pay for a session and have a one-on-one face-to-face with me because people can get intimidated or what have you so they can get a flavor of what the healings are like um, and it's just open and, and wanting to give that to people when they are not in a financial position to access healing sessions from people so yeah that's the only kind of group i have going at the moment but i'm proud of it <laughs> that's so cool and and how long ago did you start that one out i started it when um yeah at the start of covid basically um because i couldn't see people in person um with lockdown so it was just like we need a way to keep connected keep doing the stuff especially while there's so much mental hardship in the air around that time yeah Beautiful. Congratulations again. I, I think that's really beautiful the way, the way that you're offering that value to people. It's really cool. So Thank you. awesome. Sweet. And, and again, you guys can connect Kristen at spiral.soul.seed. And I assume the profile link there for Kristen will be able to connect you with all the services there as well. Everyone's got their beacons and link trees these days. So it makes things nice and easy. So beautiful. All right. Keeping an eye on the time here, um, we're at 10 o'clock. So I do just want to be able to hit upon a couple more things. And then uh, again, I want to get close to wrapping up and just kind of opening up into to more discussion. Does anybody have any questions as it is before we move on to anything further? And um, even just uh, any feedback, you guys having fun? You guys are obviously still here. It's, it's just nice hanging out with other creators. Again, especially when we get to just kind of like here, be like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? And and especially for you know people who are tuned into this who again, you know, like there are people on different points of the journey and there are going to be people listening to this where it's like, I'm not, you know, maybe they don't identify as being like a community leader and a content creator and stuff like that. But we're here to be able to help support you on this journey, to be able to know that there's a creator inside each and every single one of us. And, and whether you're leading in small ways or big ways, it's all equally important. And we hope that by you tuning into this broadcast and just hearing about what other people are doing and some of the wisdom that I'm sharing here, that maybe it will motivate you to be able to say like, you know what, like maybe I do want to create an Instagram page that's focused on X, Y, and Z. And maybe I do want to create some cool events. Like I said, even if you're not like, Hey, I'm doing this because I want to be an entrepreneur. Maybe it's literally just like, Hey, I'm doing this because 
it sounds like something, it excites my soul and, and it's, it's a calling. It's something within your heart. And then you play with it, really focusing on that energy of play. And then, you know, lo and behold, over time, you're just like, Oh, you start learning a little bit more. And you're like, maybe I can actually be supported in doing this. And then it becomes like, again, like this whole new dynamic thing. And it's really beautiful to know that we're in this age where anybody can be like an entrepreneur and, and allow themselves to be reciprocated for the, the value that they're putting out. And, and again, as a leader, like my goodness, like being able to recognize your value in the first place is absolutely one of the most important things uh, as a as a creator. And, and that's something, again, like it, it can take time. We don't always recognize our value right away, but that's where, again, just being able to surround ourselves with a community, it's, it's easier to be able to, to see our value when we see others who are taking those steps as well. And, and, and you see someone that's like, oh, well, if they can do it, maybe I can do it as well. And, and again, we're here to support you in doing that. So for anybody here, if you guys are tuned into this and you're just like, maybe just getting started and thinking about creating an event again reach out to me send me a direct message connect to our discord server all of those options are there and again we're here to help support you as much as we can so um brianna said and this is going back from before what helped me take the leap was embracing the fool aspect of being a leader as in like the fool card sometimes you have to embrace the idea that you will fail on your journey but keep moving forward despite that knowledge and uh, thank you for taking time for yourself to be here. This is doing something your future self will thank you for. Absolutely, Brianna. Very well said. And thank you, Morgan. Morgan's expressing some gratitude as well. All such beautiful creators with beautiful, with such amazing collective energy. So yeah, again, um, there's like, honestly, guys, it's interesting when I do these presentations, because it's like, whoa, there's a lot of information that I'll share. And sometimes when I'll do these, like as soon as I finish it, I'll be like, oh crap, I forgot to mention that. So there's probably going to be some stuff that I'll forget to mention, but um, I'll do my best just to be able to kind of like go through a couple more things. And then um, again, I just want to be able to like open up into more popcorn style discussion here as well. But with, uh, with the uh, idea of, again, being a leader, investing in yourself is so, so important. You know, that's something that sometimes we kind of like hesitate to be able to do. And so investing in yourself can mean a lot of things. Investing in yourself as a leader could literally mean, you know, like, like, buying better food. It could mean getting a gym membership. It could mean taking a little bit of like a vacation if you can afford one. It can mean buying a new phone, investing in technology, whatever the cases may be. And it can also mean again, you know, like connecting to coaches, joining the Paradigm Shift Central community. Like that's what it's there for. Like the Paradigm Shift Central community, like it's interesting because like some people will have an energy to it where they're like 10 bucks to talk to people about spirituality. Pfft, I can do that for free. Like you can hundred percent. Like there are other places that you can do that. But at the same time, like the Patreon membership exists. And I'm speaking of this as an example because it would be the same for anybody here is creating a Patreon membership or any sort of service. Again, the Patreon membership is there because it's about being able to like create an, an energy exchange where the person contributing is actually using that as an opportunity to invest in themselves. If I were to just give you guys everything for free, if you guys, if anybody were just be like, hey, Brendan, can I have like a one hour meeting with you? And I'd be like, sure, I'll be there right away. First of all, it's not viable. I literally can't do that. I am a human being despite rumors and stuff like that. I'm secretly a robot or something. <laughs> but anyways with this idea of the Patreon membership as, as an example, like I want people to sign up for my Patreon, especially whether they're just spiritual seekers or content creators as a way where they feel good about it because they see it as an investment for themselves. They like, you know what the idea of like hanging around and having this network of creators 
that is something that I know will support me on my journey. I don't even know fully how, but I feel called to it. I resonate with it. And I want to be able to be a part of that. And that's where, again, you know, like as all of us, when we're operating our services, being able to, to, to get clear on the value that we're offering, again, allows more people to get clear on what it is that they're receiving when they invest in you. Because when they invest in you, they're also investing in themselves as well. Thank you, Brianna, for joining in. I'm so glad that you were able to tune in on the YouTube and um, sending you lots of love. And I hope you get a good rest tonight. So everybody here sent extra love to Brianna. She's a... Uh, She's pretty awesome. And uh, again, one of our creators in the community. Brown has like been involved with the Paradigm Shift community from like 2010 or something like that. She could tell you all about like how much it's like helped her and stuff like that as well. So but anyways, the other thing that um, I was going to, I feel like I forgot what I was going to mention as well. There's something, there's something so important, but apparently I can't remember what it was. Um, da, 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 da. That's all right. I'll get back to it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all right. I'll get back to it. Okay. Anyways, does anybody have any questions about anything before I get into the next stuff? And the next stuff that I'm going to do, there's still a lot of notes here, but I don't think I'm going to go through all of it. I, I got to spend time with uh, with Lacey. Um, the other thing we're going to go through is again, kind of like this idea, some of it I've already been to. Um, yeah, about being able to like create like kind of like routine and ritual uh, group administration, which we kind of talked about. Um, the concept of counseling, facilitating, uh, your commitment and your reward, defining your purpose, thinking of the future, group identity, team identity. Yeah, a lot of the stuff I've already gone through. I might not have to go through all of it. Um, group dynamics, creating sacred space, creating trust, intimacy, um, mentoring, proactively communicating expectations, notifying problems, da, 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 group life cycles, cohesiveness. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the stuff I've already kind of gone through, even if it wasn't explicitly um, referred to. Um, there are some things that I do want to be able to hit upon. So I'm just going to kind of like scan over this and I just want to hit upon like a couple things. So, okay. One of the things that I was going to say, like as a leader, one of the most valuable things that you can offer as a leader is presence. And, and this is something that is, that is so oftentimes like overlooked because, you know, if you think about it, when you're in a relationship with someone, and what I mean by that is when you're in a conversation with someone, what type of conversation do you prefer? Depending on the conversation, you might want it to just be very casual and they're kind of like doing their thing and you're doing your thing. And then you just kind of like pass along and you go about your day and it's no big deal. But when you show up to a person and maybe the conversation is a little bit deeper and, and it requires a little bit more intimacy, you as a leader have the ability to be able to lead that space. You are a leader literally just within an individual conversation that you have. So you are a leader on the big scope of facilitating community and administration. You're a leader on being able to create your content and how you create your content. And then again, you're a leader literally in these individual conversations that you have how do you show up with presence within that? Because you being able to show up with presence isn't talking to someone while checking your phone and even just holding your phone in your hand. Like if I'm like talking to you and I just have my phone in my hand, that in itself makes it hard to be fully present. Cause you're just like, like, is he going to check it? Is he waiting for a call? Like what's he doing? Right. So like, it's crazy because we're in this day and age where like presence is few and far between. So what can you do as a leader to really be able to cultivate that presence? And that presence is something that can show up again within, within broadcasts, within events, within direct messages, within individual like tarot sessions, healing sessions, voice calls, 
within videos that you make, really focus on being able to show up in presence. And one of the ways, and again, I'm, I'm not always doing this because I'm kind of like looking at a lot of things on the screen at once, practice just as a leader, like practice, like making eye contact with the camera. I see a lot of people and they're just like, they're like talking on like YouTube, but like, or TikTok, but like, they're not always looking at the camera. A lot of people are getting better at it. It's actually like more common now, but really practice, like really just kind of like connecting through the camera, connecting with the heart, connecting with the individual. And again, being able to like invite in more of this connection of intimacy and within that intimacy, it again, it allows people to be able to like be guided through the space that you are creating for them. That space can be a meditation, that space can be a conversation, that space can be a healing opportunity, whatever the case may be, that space may be something where, again, they're talking and you're listening as well. So presence was just something that I wanted to be able to hit upon real quick. I did want to be able to go back and um, hit upon some of the stuff that I was talking about specifically earlier, whereas leadership as a creator, as a conscious creator. So presence, presence was something that I just mentioned there. And then again, from that, vulnerability vulnerability as a leader is so incredibly important if you're kind of like always just kind of like you know acting like you're super happy all the time and nothing's wrong and da, 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 like people are just like okay that's cool but that's not very real so so you know like people really honor the vulnerable because it shows them that it's okay to be human and then it invites them to be able to celebrate more of that humanness as well i don't really have to say too much about that and i, and I know like again like this is like these are like literally important topics, but they could almost be kind of like full on conversations within themselves. Um, relatability, again, kind of like with what I was saying, you know, like allow yourself to be able to share stories, possibly about your own journey that people can see themselves within. So you can talk about the time where it's like, hey, like, you know, like, like growing up, like, and, and this isn't me saying this, but, uh, you know, if someone else they would say like, yeah, growing up, like I suffered from anxiety. I suffered from depression. I mean, I, I did go through depression, but I wouldn't say I suffered with it quite to the extent that other people did. But just using this as an example that somebody else could use, you know, you can say, you know, like, this is my story. So again, it's like this vulnerability where it's like, you know, growing up, I suffered with anxiety. I experienced through depression. But then as a result of this, you know, like, here's a bit of my healing journey. And then people hear that. And again, it really invites them to be able to feel comfortable and being led into that conversation where they're like, oh, this person actually understands me. This person is actually someone who I could ask questions to, who perhaps I could learn things from as well. So again, just moving along here real quick. And again, if anything I say here resonates with you guys, just drop those 1111s in the chat. That's just kind of like a quick way of just kind of like letting me know. Um, enthusiasm as a creator, as a leader, that's very, very important. And again, this is where like, you know, within the videos that I do, I love being able to bring enthusiasm into content. Enthusiasm is again, getting people excited. So if I'm like, Hey guys, like I've got an event coming up and this is something that I'm really passionate about. And I'd love for you to be able to be there. Those aren't just words on a script. That's like real energy authenticity. And I am genuinely excited to be able to invite people into that space. So being able to, again, kind of like find content that you're excited about being able to create and then intentionally bringing more of that enthusiasm into the content that you're creating into the space that you're holding. Cause again, you know, if I were to show up and invite you guys to the space and then I'm just like, so uh, how you guys, you guys, like, what's everyone up? What do you guys want to do today? Like, it's just like, man, like you're putting me to sleep here. Right. So it's like, your enthusiasm, again, it's something that becomes a bit of a trained skill. It's not something where it's like, if we were just like, get in front of a crowd of 100 people and, and do something exciting, people would be like, whoa, that's really, really, really intimidating. But again, enthusiasm, 
eventually it just becomes a vibration that you cultivate and then you can just kind of like switch into. So that's kind of what I was talking about with a leader. You literally have these modes that you can switch into. So it's like switch into enthusiasm mode, switch into calm mode, switch into presence, switch into gentleness, switch into listening, switch into the breath. And then you can kind of guide them through that. So again, the leader, especially when you're in conversations, the entire conversation is you leading people. And so you can literally, you know, like within a conversation, you can be able to like really say like, okay, like let's go into this topic. Let's spend a little bit of time here. Let's talk about this. After this topic, we're going to go into this topic. You conclude that topic and then you go into there. That's leadership. It's, it's very important to know how to be able to facilitate discussion and facilitate events. And again, and we did a previous um, dojo really, really kind of going in, in depth about that. Um, so again, having that enthusiasm with the ability to be able to kind of like facilitate leadership through conversation, through topics, through discussion as well. Coordination. Coordination is very, very important. So coordination, again, kind of goes hand in hand with the, the administration stuff behind the scenes. So this is where, again, you know, like getting all the stuff in place behind the scenes, having like your link trees and your beacons and having that ability to be able to say, Hey, click the link in my, in my profile and people can click the link in your profile. Hey, join my discord and people can join my discord opposed to just saying like, Hey, how do I get in contact with you? And you're just like, um, like, I guess just maybe like leave a comment, send me a direct message. And they're like, how do I join my event? And be like, Oh no, like, I don't know how to like how what I, so the coordination does go hand in hand with a bit of more of like the technicality of just being able to learn what tools you have available. It does take a little bit of a learning curve, but once you get it, again, you spend that time using the administration and the coordination to be able to create the container. You create the container for the energy to be able to flow. If the container isn't there, the coordination isn't there, the energy is going to be more sporadic and you want to be able to have people who you you create a piece of content, it's really exciting and then have that have that content, that coordination in place so that if they reach out with you and they say like, Hey, how do I be a part of your community? You say, here's where you go. Here's a link. Here's a discord server. Here's information. It's coordinated. It's clear. It's easy to be able to follow. If you have any questions, let me know sort of thing. Cohesion, administration, adaptability. We've already talked about this. And again, adaptability, super, super valuable. Um, being able to go with the flow, being able to try new technologies, getting excited about the things that are on the horizon. As a leader, we have to like anticipate what's coming. VR, that's coming in the future. What's it going to look like when we're facilitating VR spaces as well? Um, presence, we've already talked about that. Dictation, dictation. So again, the way we communicate, the way we use our words, being very intentional with our words. And again, the, the process of being intentional with our words, it's a practice, but a lot of it, again, just kind of has to do with kind of like slowing down allowing yourself to connect with the breath, allowing spirit to just kind of like speak through you in the moments, allowing yourself to feel comfortable and confident, knowing that the words that are coming out of your face are going to make sense. And sometimes that can be a little bit scary. Sometimes like I'll be up here and I'm just kind of like, I'm like, am I making sense? I feel like I'm just kind of like observing what I'm doing. I hope this is making sense. But again, as you do it, you'll get more comfortable with it. And eventually it just becomes like a flow that you just kind of like move into as well. Yeah. The words that are coming out of my face my face chakra. So, um, anyways, uh, consistency, clarity, focus, support network, as I've already talked about before. So again, the clarity, helping you guys get clear on your work. And if you're not clear on what it is that you're doing, seek out support. 
ask questions, spend time meditating on your own, on your own, talk to your cards, talk to your guides, talk to your angels, talk to your dreams, talk to your guardians, whatever the case may be, reach out to me. Like, that's what I'm here to do. Like sometimes like having that other person to just be like, Oh, like I'm trying to build a community. I kind of have an idea what it's going to be. I'm not exactly sure. There's some technical things that I need help with. I'm a person that's here to be able to reach out to. And then again, whether it's me or other people, there's a lot of other people reach out to me. I'll ask you a few questions. You ask me a few questions. We'll have a conversation. And then by the end of it, you're like, whoa, like that actually like helps. So the clarity process is kind of like this idea where a lot of people, they struggle as creators with having an idea, but then not being able to have the channels for it to be able to be expressed. And this is where the clarity, the clarity actually suffers. And this is where a lot of, a lot of like creators actually really struggle where they're like, I can feel an idea but I don't know how to be able to express it. I don't know how to be able to do a live YouTube broadcast. I don't know about facilitating a, a Zoom event. I don't know how to create TikToks and stuff like that. So again, using investing in yourself <clears throat> to be able to become familiar with the tools so that when you do have a message kind of coming into you from source, you feel confident in being able to say, ooh, I want to create that and I know how to be able to create it. So creating that stream for the clarity to be able to come through is very, very important as well. So, I mean, like, even for me, like at this point, if there's any idea that I have that's in my head for the most part, because I've had experience doing it, I could probably create it. I could either create again, kind of like it's either an event, it's a video, it's a conversation, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. And then focus, focus is very important. Focus stands for follow one course until successful. Very, very important. Sometimes we, we just write that one down, follow one course until successful. My struggles as a conscious creator, and that's stuff I want to get into. I want to talk about, you know, we're, we'll keep the conversation going. I don't want to end this just yet because there's so much I still to get into. But again, the challenges as a creator, oh, they'll be there. One of the challenges for me is like too many things at once. And then deciding on what things can wait. It doesn't mean I'm quitting something, but maybe it's putting things on hold and focusing on one thing, really giving it the love that I need. And then with that, closing the loop and then creating the foundation for the next thing to be able to get built. As a creator, this is something that I really have to be able to feel into where it's like, I have to do certain things in order to be able to do other things. But if I'm trying to do both things at once, neither of them get done. So it's being able to like figure out where your priorities are, what do you need to focus on? And again, understanding that a big part of that focus is focusing on yourself. If you're putting too much of your time and not taking the work and not taking the rest, again, what we want to be able to do is get good at kind of like, like going like this, like a wave. That's your energy. You kind of like work, 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 rest, 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 play, 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 rest, rest, rest. If you're just like work, 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 push, 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 eventually you're just going to drop off. You are in the age of 2022 where let's make 2022 the age of no burnout, the year of no burnout, like set that intention where you're just really getting good at finding your ebb and flow. And that could be something where it's like, you know what? Saturdays, I don't work at all. That's a commitment to myself. I literally just give myself that time. That's something that I've struggled with. I struggle with that where it's like literally just kind of like, you know, it's like I always feel like I'm working. My phone's literally just a reach away and I need to be able to completely disconnect from it in order to be able to take time for myself. And again, to be able to focus on things that are more, that are not more important, but very, very, very important. It's not really something that you would compare, but I'm talking about things like family. You know, I'm talking about things like spending time with your friends, getting out in nature, doing the things that really bring you joy. 
I find that when I'm not motivated to do my work for Paradigm Shift, I love Paradigm Shift. I love the work that I do for the community. I'm so excited that I'm and grateful to be able to do it on a daily basis. But I find that when there are days where I'm just like, I don't want to do this, it's not that I don't want to do the work. It's there's something else within my soul that is not being met. I am lacking motivation because something else is not being filled up. And that can be, oh, you know what? Like maybe I need to go work out. Maybe I need a good meal. Maybe I just need to get a good sleep. Maybe I need to get a cuddle. Maybe I need to go spend time with my friends. Maybe I need to go dance. Being aware of your needs is so, so, so important. Because again, you know, that will holographically affect how you show up into your work. If you just try and brute force your way through your work, even when you're just feeling like really crummy and stuff, unless your theme is, hey guys, today I'm feeling crummy and this is me being authentic. But if you just really try and push through that, the universe is going to be like, yeah, you should probably take a break first because that's probably not going to work. And you're just going to find yourself getting like triggered and it's not going to, it'll be like really like, uh, like janky and stuff like that. So it's okay to know that the most important job that you have as a creator is taking care of yourself. Another thing that I'll say, man, like just as like being a leader, like it's not just being a leader within like content creation. It's being a leader within like our social circles, like our families and, and everything like that. And again, being a leader within your own reality, being a leader within your own path, giving yourself opportunities to be able to develop will, to develop consistency and to embrace like healthy stress. You know, like if you want to get good at like creating content and organizing events, practice fasting, practice taking cold showers, practice getting up earlier, practice going to sleep earlier. Because again, if you can just find those little things that are kind of pushing your edges, then that will allow you to be able to lean into the challenges of being a creator where it's not so much this idea where you find you, you have like a task and it kind of feels heavy. And then you're just like, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to end up procrastinating and stuff like that. It's like, let's lean into this. And you actually fall in love with the journey ahead. You fall in love with the excitement of like what's still to come. And you're just like, ah, sometimes you have to do the Capricorn work in order to be able to get into the play mode as well. And play is such a, such a beautiful energy as a creator. So I do want to be able to encourage people to really just be conscious of how you can incorporate play into what you do if it is relative. And um, I hope that I'm a good example of the playful energy. And that's something that again, with the events that I'm creating in the future, I really want to be able to create more of that for the Paradigm Shift Central community is this really like, like that's one thing I was really focusing on and I was meditating. I'm just like, man, this world is like so freaking like crazy and, and there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people are just like really sad and depressed. I want to create spaces where people can like feel joy and like feel playfulness and feel love and feel laughter and things like that. That for me has always been something that's really, really important. Um, and you guys can create that too, if it's something that you feel called to do. So um, it was interesting. And I was going to say this, I wasn't sure where I was going to say this, but man, like in terms of like being a leader, again, we're learning all the time as leaders. What's interesting for me, and this is like kind of personal is like, okay, here I am. Like I've like facilitated community. I've done all this. I've directed movies. I've directed plays. I've got all these years of experience as a leader. The past year, there was a whole new dynamic of leadership. And that leadership was actually being the stepfather for a six-year-old boy. And, and that for me is a whole new style of leadership. Because again, if I don't know if any of you have ever tried like kind of like parenting, uh, like a young child, or even if you're an aunt or an uncle or you're babysitting them, depending on the child, I mean, some of them, you know, you get her all along and, and they're great, but most six-year-olds and seven-year-olds, they're quite, they're seeking their own identity. Sometimes they can be a little bit defiant. Sometimes they can push your buttons. Sometimes they can rub you the wrong way. What do you do in that situation? You know, how do you communicate and how do you lead? So being a leader is being able to assess every situation relative. 
relatively, you know, like you would address a six-year-old quite differently than you would address an adult. You would find a way to be able to speak their language. You would find a way to be able to meet them at the consciousness that they're at and to be able to communicate a way that's going to help motivate them, inspire them, instead of just motivating them with punishment or something like that. Again, you know, positive reinforcement and everything. So um, that was just something that, you know, I just, for me, it's been really interesting just being able to kind of like observe myself entering into a new stage of leadership um, again, like just being able to kind of like help parent uh, a six-year-old. And I've always like helped kids with like, you know, like sports camps and things like that and everything. So I've always like enjoyed being able to, to help kids, but yeah, man, like it's interesting when they push back and you're just like, okay, like breathe, like, don't let them get to you. You're the adult here. Like be calm. Let's talk nice and gently. And like to notice, like, it's just kind of like in those moments where when you will be challenged in leadership and this applies right into the other aspects of the community. And I want to get into this, like the challenges of leadership where again, you know, you will be triggered. You will be pushed. People will piss you off. And you will piss other people off. This probably will happen. Your content and your community is not for everyone. And that's okay. That's actually one of the most powerful things that I could express as a leader that I've learned over the years. And I didn't learn that right away. At one point when I was a conscious creator and I was creating community and I was creating like paradigm shift and everything like that, I tried to please everyone. I thought that if I could make it as accessible and as inviting for everyone, that that would be amazing. And I kind of did it as an experiment, but eventually I began to realize that that actually wasn't viable. It wasn't logistical. It wasn't something that was manageable quite in the long run. So it's okay to understand that, you know, like when there are what you want to be able to do as a, as a facilitator, as a leader is to create very healthy boundaries. And that begins with kind of like the boundaries within your own social dynamics, between your relationships that you're creating outside of your community, and then being more conscious of that, of how you bring it into your community. And that's where, again, if you can kind of niche into what it is that you want to be able to create, it helps you get more clear on whether or not certain people are going to be a right fit for the community. As a leader, your focus needs to be on the health of the community space. So if there are like some people <clears throat> that maybe might not be like a good fit for the community, it's important for you to be able to address that. If they're bringing in an energy that's destructive, that's just not the right space for what it is that you're creating, there's certain ways that you can approach that. And when it comes to challenges within the communities, it's very important to be able to address it in a way that's appropriate. Oftentimes, what you want to be able to do is to be able to speak to people privately, speak to people privately, or literally be able to address it in an appropriate way, where if it's like a comment on a TikTok or an Instagram or something like that, to literally just block them and to not feel like remorse about needing to do that. If there are people who are coming in and they're just being destructive to your chat, your community space is more important than the individual. And that may sound kind of like confusing at first, but it's kind of like this idea that like one rotten apple can spoil the bunch kind of thing. So what you want to be able to do is get very clear on the guidelines and the energy and the intention and the, the, again, the boundaries that you're creating within your community so that when there is someone who kind of comes in, you're not kind of in this iffy space. Well, it's like, Oh, but they're signed up for my membership. So maybe I should keep them here sort of thing. And, and, and like, I want them to be like, if your intuition is just saying like, Hey, this person is a good fit. You either let them go and say like, Hey, you know what? I think there's something else out there that might be a better fit for you. And you can do that politely. Like you, you can literally like redirect someone somewhere else and just be like, Hey, thanks so much for your interests. I feel that another community would be a better fit for what it is that you're looking 
have a nice day. And you don't have to continue that conversation. You can continue it as much as you want to, but it's up to you to really be able to create those clear boundaries as well. But again, when there might be some sort of like issue within the community that may arise or something like that, it's okay to reach out to someone and just be like, Hey, you know, like, I just want to remind you of the guidelines, or if there's something that you have an issue with, please come to me personally and let me know. And we can talk about it and just kind of address it. What you don't need to necessarily do is to just kind of like air out the dirty laundry in front of the community. Because suddenly, if you do that, suddenly it becomes this unfolding drama thing. And it really just takes attention away from the group. And that in itself can cause a community to implode. Like the health of a community will be reflected in the way that community members are joining and also the way the community members are leaving. And it's okay. Community members are not going to be expected to be there forever. As a leader, we've already talked about this before. You want what's best for the people, for the members. And so even within, <clears throat> even within paradigm shift, I think of paradigm shift as like, as like a, a workspace, as a co-op, as a school, as a community, whatever it, it is. But it's not something that if people decide, hey, like, you know, like, I've really enjoyed my time here, and I'm going to focus on some other stuff. I'll see you around. I'm like, sweet, that's awesome. I'm glad that you're you're moving into that next stage where you're continuing to kind of answer to listen to what it is that, that you want to do. I'm not expecting to be able to meet every single one of your needs. I hope that if you come into this community, maybe for, you know, one month, two months, a year, 10 years, some people have been around here a long time, that I hope that I can be able to help assist you in as much of the ways that I can, but I know that I'm not going to be able to meet all of your needs. And if you feel that your energy doesn't resonate with my style, then please do us both a favor. Let me know and go on your way. But please do not come here and try and disrupt this space <clears throat> by trying and create conflict and disagreeing with what it is <clears throat> that we're creating here together. Because if that's the case, you know, like I have a healthy guideline and healthy boundary in place. And I'll just say, thank you, move into somewhere else that may be more fitting for you. And you can find play ways to do that. So again, conflict can and does arise in community. What you want to be able to do is proactively communicate your act, your expectations, proactively create healthy guidelines, proactively find ways of being able to address situations as they arise and being able to listen to the needs of the community member, being able to be polite, but also being stern, being able to know where and when you want to be able to give people your energy and knowing that in some cases, what might be best to do is literally just be able to block them if that's a certain case. So again, being a leader is dealing with the challenges. And, and I'd be curious if even if anybody here, if you guys want to just be able to talk about that um, just for a little bit. And then um, from there, I just want to be able to kind of like hit upon maybe one or two more things. And then we'll just open up into more discussion and then kind of like closing closing uh, thoughts here as well. And I think we'll probably be done by the top of the hour. And I appreciate you guys sticking around. But yeah, challenges like within creating community. Does anybody want to be able to talk about that? Maybe even if there's like something you want to share from example, or if there's any questions that you've had, if that's something you've experienced. Because again, we we our community is our TikTok audience. Our community is our Instagram audience. And our community is the people that are in kind of like our more intimate private circles as well. So there's going to be different challenges that arise but you'll get better at managing those challenges as you get more clear on what energies it is that you are aligning with and allowing as well. Well, at the same time, not just being like totally dismissive, but at the same time, being very conscious of how much energy you're giving certain things at certain circumstances. So um, does that make sense for you guys? I mean, let me know if there's anything that you might have some conversations about. And, and again, you know, block and bless as need be. It's totally fine. Your, your content is not for everyone and that's okay. I've said that a million times before and I'll say it again. So but yeah, um, 
anybody have any questions on that? I mean, I feel like that's, again, I, I know that that is a conversation that a lot of people can just kind of like probably talk about if we wanted to be able to dive into that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be today. But we can hit upon a little bit. Yeah, Kristen, go ahead. That'll give me a chance um, to get a drink too. Yeah, I guess what came up for me with thinking about that um, leadership in communities, like I don't, I've never had to, to shut someone out of a group or anything like that, but um, as one of the biggest challenges I find like creating content online, especially that's in that kind of healing realm is that a lot of people are talking to you in your inbox a lot. And um, when, and part of the leadership that goes on beside behind the scenes is to have boundaries around that and what kind of conversations you are open to in your inbox and um, yeah, managing social media etiquette with the different age groups that want to contact you and like, um, yeah, being at, really taking a empowered stance around what you have energy for and what you don't because you are trying to like do all these powerful things and create this content and if you're investing a lot of time in these chats in the inbox then you, it takes away from that power that you have to create the powerful content that's going to reach other people and a lot of the times um especially in the healing realm with if there's any other like coachy people in here and stuff that um people are coming into the inbox with deep things that are not really appropriate always for the inbox and so even though it's really hard to kind of face if you're an empathic person like rejecting people in that place it's also like this awesome opportunity to model boundaries to people who might not have had the model to them well and so taking that on board as a as a position of leadership in even in those micro moments to just be like I really appreciate that you want to connect, but I can't, I'm not available to talk to you about this here. Um, and, you know, thanks so much for thinking of me or whatever have you. So showing the gratitude, but setting the boundary and having leadership in that way so that you can continue to perpetuate your energy in a sustainable way when you're actually creating content for groups. That's just... Yes, very, very well said, Kristen. And thank you for, again, just kind of bringing more experience and example into this conversation where, yeah, it, you know, and, and in circumstances where I've dealt with similar things, sometimes, again, you know, when it's someone who is genuinely just reaching out for help, step one, acknowledge them, you know, just be like, hey, thank you so much, or I really appreciate what you said, or, you know, I'm sorry to hear that that's happening or something like that. And again, in those circumstances, it may be something where it's just, it, you opposed to just being like, sorry, I can't help you. Good luck with that. Instead, what you may want to be able to do is just kind of think, oh, you know, like, may, have I gone through something similar? What helped me? Oh, there was like this video that I saw on YouTube and you might be able to redirect them to another piece of content or redirect them to another creator. There have been times where people reached out with me and they're asking me like something like totally, they're just like, hey, can you teach me all about this, this, and this? And I'm just like, I'm like, thank you for reaching out here's a podcast that I did about this, this, and this, feel free to check it out. And then if you have any questions, let me know. And then, you know, sometimes they'll go, they'll check it out. They'll come back with questions. Sometimes I won't hear from them for a while and that's okay. But if, again, if you can just kind of like politely use that as a way again, to, to be able to just kind of like honor your own boundaries. Cause yeah, the last thing you want to do is like you said, just get so overwhelmed with trying to meet every single person's need that DMs you that it's taking away your focus on the other aspects of the community, which is why having memberships community is a way to be able to honor your services, is a way to be able to honor your energy, where again, it's like, okay, I show up and I create my TikToks, I create my live broadcasts every now and then, and then that extra bit of focus, I really save for my members, you know, like that's where, again, you know, even 
for people who might be like, Hey, you know, like I want to be able to get more tips on being a conscious creator. I'd be like, well, first of all, thanks for reaching out. Check out this awesome playlist of the media dojos that I've done. And if you are interested in like joining our Patreon and stuff like that, that's where I can work with you further. Or, you know, maybe you want to be able to like set up a one-on-one session and you may find that again, you know, depending on the person, some people like, some people just want everything for free. And, and that's almost kind of like a lesson that they're going through. And it's not necessarily something that's like fully your responsibility. So if you can give them something for free, that's great. But then if they start complaining about wanting to be able to get everything from you, you know, like that's not something that you have to necessarily like give them a reason for, you know, your value. And then again, just to be able to, if it reaches a point where I have a very simple rule where if anybody, be it in the comments or whatever is just being, uh, again, if there's any sort of um, just like kind of like rudeness or aggression or animosity. Like, I'm just like, that's, you know, that's not what I hold space for. And if I find it relatively appropriate to be able to reply to them, I will. Or again, I'm just kind of like block and bless and, and they, and they move on their way and then they go and bitch and complain to someone else about something else. And, and they've probably been doing it all day and you were just their next person that they happen to land upon as well. So again, you know, every person that you meet is a chance for you to be able to kind of like see how you will show up in that situation. So um, as a creator, it, it's not this idea of being able to want to control everything, but being able to know how to respond to the things that you don't have control over. Right. So that's a very, very important. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, like, what would I do if someone came along and they kind of like pushed my button or triggered me or something like that? How can I use that to actually become more conscious and to be able to say like, thanks, this is actually a great chance for me to be able to, to become more clear on what it is that I'm offering in my value and to be able to create those healthy boundaries and things as well. So it's always going to be relative, but again, as a conscious creator, there's, there will be challenges along the way. Some of them where again, will be kind of like interpersonal. Some of them will be technical. Some of them will be again, kind of like within like your own clarity and everything like that. But it's just knowing that, you know, in any of those circumstances, it's not something that you totally just have to go through alone. So if there, if anybody here, if there's something where like you feel like there's like a challenge that you're going through, feel free to reach out to me. And, and again, it may be something that maybe I've already had experience with, or I might be able to redirect you to, to someone else who might be able to help assist with that as well. But yeah, it's a, it's a brave thing to be a creator, right? To be, to be a leader. Like that's why a lot of people aren't leaders because you're putting yourself out there and you're putting yourself out there and there are going to be a lot of people that are going to criticize and they're going to try and shoot you down and they're going to project their own stuff at you. And, and you kind of have to be able to, to learn how to, to rise above that and to really stay focused on your, on your, on what it is that you're working towards. And again, that's why the clarity is so important because when you get clear on what it is that you want, that little comment on TikTok, it doesn't become like a detour where suddenly you find yourself getting into an argument with a stranger you've never met. You're just like, whatever, I'm too busy working on like another awesome thing that I'm creating. This is where I'm choosing to focus my energy. And I'm saying no as an act of self-love to myself. When you say no, you're also saying yes. So when you say no to people who are reaching out, trying to siphon your energy and stuff like that, you're also saying yes to the idea that this is what I want to be able to focus on as well. But again, relatively speaking, don't be, don't be too dismissive and stuff like that. If people are offering constructive criticism, do your best to be able to meet that in, in, an, in an open-hearted way. That's a very, very important part of a leader. Some people, they don't like certain leaders because they're just like, oh, they don't listen to feedback and they don't take questions. They don't, you know, like they never look for advice from the group and stuff. And there's a time and a place for it. Um, sometimes you will like ask for feedback and everything like that. And, and so again, whether it's unsolicited advice or constructive criticism, 
just do your best to be able to kind of like meet it in an appropriate way with an open heart and um, yeah, be able to just kind of like embrace it with love to the best of your ability. So um, yeah, does this make sense for you guys? Is this helping? Is this kind of like speaking to your soul as creators? You guys are not alone when it comes to comes to challenges. And like, again, I've, I've seen like some creators, they'll, they'll get in like arguments with people on TikTok. And I'm just like, I'm like, why? Like, like I, I get it, but why? Like, like that's so much energy. Like your energy is so valuable. Like it's, and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And, and, and it's okay. It's going to be up to everyone. So anyways, all right, let me just go through a couple of my final notes here and then let's just kind of open up to any questions and discussion and we'll be done by, uh, by the top of the hour. And if anybody has to leave early, just go ahead and let me know. <clears throat> so we've covered a lot of ground here and um, I appreciate everybody just being here. And again, this has just been practice for me because getting into this presentation today, it really gave me a chance to reflect on leadership and how I can continue to be able to embody leadership. And I think that's a big part of it is that leadership is something that it grows from our heart. It's something we embody, but it's also something we are. We are leaders by our very birthright. We lead by example. We lead simply by shining our light and inspiring others to be able to do the same. And with your leadership, again, it's bringing people into this opportunity to be able to take part in collective intentions, to be able to find value in the spaces and the content and the services that you're providing that are going to lead them back to their heart, that are going to help them transform, that are going to help them heal, that are going to help them not feel so alone, that are going to inspire, entertain, and educate as well. So just a couple other things. Um, let's see, group dynamics, intentional sacred space. That's something I would recommend going back and checking out the previous dojo that we did all about creating sacred, intentional, sacred space. Kind of talked about it here. Um, intimacy, allowing yourself to be able to create events where, again, like that intimacy is like really allowing people to, to kind of take off their armor and drop into their heart space, which is um, something that I really feel called to be able to, to do. I, I, I want to be able to spend more focus on doing some events like that, which, again, I, I kind of talked about, and that's coming up next week. Um, da, 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 da. yeah, I'm just reading over here. I think we've basically gone through the majority of the stuff. Um, we talked about confronting things as well and, um, creating continuity. Oh, the one more thing I would create, I would recommend is like, as a leader, like create your story. I should have mentioned this during the start. I don't know why I didn't create your story, create your story for yourself and your community. And again, this story is something that you get to invite people into it gives them a sense of identity. It helps them feel a part of something that's bigger than themselves. So this story, for example, within the Paradigm to Central community, the story that, I, that it's not something I've created, but it's just something I've kind of articulated is this idea of, you know, like this is bringing together a team of light guardians showing up to be able to help change the world. And we're doing our own healing work and we're creating content and we're building community and we're leading people back to the wisdom of our heart. And the light guardians have been around from, since like previous generations and we've all incarnated here on this planet. It's this big freaking epic Hollywood movie. It's not even Hollywood. It's like our indie movie. It's, it's, way, it's better than Hollywood, man. It's way more epic. And uh, again, this is like an opportunity for, for, our, for others to be able to see themselves as a part of this story, I am a light guardian. I am a member of something that is bigger than me. I'm a part of a collective momentum. So again, you know, within your stories that you're creating, again, you know, it might be a story where it's like, you know, like this is a, and it, it can be very similar. Like, like it doesn't have to be totally different. It can be like the same story, just in told in different ways. It's the hero's journey. Like that's literally like, like what this is. It's like the hero's journey told in a thousand different ways through our individual leadership and through our different groups, where again, we're leading people into that call to action, into that special world of self-discovery through the challenges 
and into the space where they have that mentorship and that leadership. You're the special character within the hero's journey. You're like their wizard. You're like their Merlin character. And then you help them be able to like claim their treasure to be able to receive and go through this process of like the darkness and the death and the tribulation and then to return back home with what it is that they've cultivated. So it's kind of like this, you're leading people on a journey. You're a facilitator. You are a guide in, in a lot of ways. So again, you know, the, the leadership aspect, it's like, hey, let's co-create something together. Let's go somewhere together. Let's experience this together. Let's explore this together. It's going to be a different thing depending on the circumstance of the group there as well. But again, finding a, an identity within your, within your community can be very helpful. So that's where even as something as simple as a name. So again, within our community, we often use the term shifters or light guardians. And, you know, like that's where, you know, say you're in a community where, you know, you're doing something and it's about like sprouting into your growth and you might call your community like seedlings or something like that. Or, you know, it's like, oh, this is about being able to like activate our like luminous being. And then you can call your community members like starlights or something, or, or, you know, you give them the sense of identity where it allows them to be able to feel like they're a part of a team. And this goes again, back to the, this whole idea of teamwork, of team camaraderie, of teamship for them to be a part of something. So many people, like when it comes to, to wanting to align themselves with other leaders is because they want to be able to find connection. Like that in itself is like, what we are doing, we are creating connection where people who are lacking connection can see us as an option to be able to say, is that something I align with? Is that something I resonate with? And if I do, how do I connect into that? And what does it feel like for them to be able to connect into you? What do you want them to feel when they connect to you? And again, that feeling will be a direct holographic reflection of you, of your personal work, your leadership, your community, your content is a holographic reflection of you. If you're still exploring yourself, if you're still growing, that's totally fine. But if you're not kind of like taking care of yourself on the back end, that's going to reflect into your community. If you're not showing up for yourself, you're not going to be showing up for the community. People will notice that. It might not really work in the same way. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It just means that there are certain things that you want to be able to shift your focus onto. And hey, maybe that means taking a little bit of a step back, focusing on myself, cultivating my energy, and then really showing up as a leader. Because as a leader, to the best of your ability, you want to be able to, to honor that these people are spending their attention and time. So you want to be able to give them value. You want to be able to give them the best of who you are the best of being able to kind of like show up and, and to really feel that when they take part in the spaces and the content that you're, that you're creating, even if it's just a video that they got something out of it, that they're just like, Oh, this was actually something that sparked an idea. It opened my heart. It invited me into something deeper here as well. So um, group cycles, finding rhythms for the group, rhythms for the group, creating regular events. This could be a weekly event, a bi-weekly event. It could be a live broadcast. It could be a tarot event. It could be when you release your content, whatever the case may be. Rhythms within groups are very important. Think of group dynamics, a lot of like a helix. This is what we do here within Paradigm Shift. We come together for events. We focus, we cultivate our energy, we share inspiration, and then we go off in opposite directions. We go, we create, we're doing things in the community. A week goes by, we come back again. And then we bring ourselves back to that cohesion. We share, we learn, we grow, and then we go back. So it's like this helix of kind of going back and forth. So again, as a community, it's not always about you always having something going. It's more about being able to create a rhythm and a heartbeat to be able to say, hey, this is when we're going to show up we all got our own lives going on. And then we know that we'll come back here together again. So that leadership is also about literally just being like, Hey, every Thursday, we've got a team event here. 
they schedule it into their mind and they know when to be able to come back. You point them towards a common objective and they arrive there together. So creating that rhythm opposed to just being like, when's the next event? You're like, I don't know, maybe sometime next month or something. Sometimes that may be the case just based on the pro like the path of your life and you might be a little bit busy, but to the best of your ability, if you're like, okay, like this is my schedule, this is my rhythm, this is my routine, communicate that, articulate that with your community and they'll be like, oh, sweet. It gives them something to look forward to. It gives them something to be excited about. Sweet, every Friday I get to tune into so-and-so's broadcast or be a part of their circle and event. So again, um, cohesiveness, managing the backend stuff, kind of already talked about that. And this um, is positive communication. And again, at the end of the day, and this is where we're ready to wrap it up here, um, owning your own rhythm and, and knowing when to rest and, and creating time for yourself to really cultivate the joy of what it is that you're doing. Allow yourself, if you feel like you're kind of like, things are getting, getting like not shiny, surround yourself with other people that inspire you. Seek inspiration, nurture your heart, tune into conversations like this. I hope that just in me doing this, it like motivates you guys to like, want to get out there and create content, want to be able to, to plant those seeds, to put those ideas out, to facilitate events or whatever the case may be. So filling your own cup with inspiration, listening to podcasts, investing in yourself, reaching out to me, having conversations, figuring out what your needs are. And then again, with that, allowing yourself to bring, relatively speaking, your best energy into what it is that you're creating, where this like energy of what it was that you were creating is showing in the people who receive it. So you're like, whoa, like this person's really excited and they're really passionate about what they do. I'm excited because I can feel their excitement and I can feel that passion. And that's what creates good leadership is when you can invite people into a shared Co a coherence, a shared coherence where your excitement becomes their excitement, where your leadership becomes them feeling, again, a, a calling within themselves to want to be a part of something bigger as well, where your vulnerability can become their vulnerability as well, where your creativity becomes their creativity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, leadership is a lot to do with like coherence, creating a frequency, inviting people into that frequency and allowing them to feel safe and supported in experiencing what that frequency may be repeating this as a cycle and allowing yourself to learn and grow and receive feedback along the way. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, having fun and, and really reminding yourself of your why as, as to what it is that, that you're doing and, and aligning yourself with this vocation that this is like, you know, the God, the goddess, the universe speaking through you to be able to do what it can to help others along the path. And um, you're becoming more of who you are as a result of it. You would not be on this path if you were not meant to be able to become more of the leader who you are here to be. And at the end of the day, I just remind each and every single one of you that that seed of leadership is within inside of your heart. If you feel like you need to water it, come hang out with us. We'll water each other together. And again, let's go out there and create awesome things. And one more thing, be patient. Leadership takes time. It can take months for things to grow, but you can plant the seed today and then water it and let it sprout. Do not try to get it all done at once. Just allow yourself to be able to honor the flow at which things naturally grow. So that's my TED talk for today. I think I probably missed a few things, but that's more than enough for now. So, oh, thanks. I wasn't expecting an applause. Oh, geez. Thank you. Thank you guys. But yes, let's move into just some, some closing thoughts and discussions. I appreciate that guys. Really, really do. And um, yeah, any just like feedback or just like any sort of questions. And again, just kind of like, you know, a little bit more about like what leadership means to you guys. Maybe if there's something I said that gave you a chance to be able to reflect on something, how you guys are feeling, anything that's kind of on your heart right now, I would love to just be able to invite others to be able to share. So anybody wants to be able to, um, Dorothy, yes. When, when you're ready, go right ahead and welcome Dorothy. Oh, just double check your mute, Dorothy. 
And hey. hi, Dorothy. <laughs> hi, thank you so much for tonight. This was absolutely wonderful. And I appreciate you and everyone here. And it was a very nice experience. And I look forward to many more. Um, I have to run, but I just wanted to sign off real quick and say thank you. And I appreciate you. And I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dorothy. And, and I'll, right. put you, I'll put your profile in the notes so people can connect with you. Thank and, you so uh, much, everyone. Take care and be well. Bye, Dorothy. Thanks All again. right. Bye-bye. And yeah, bonus points to you guys. This man, typical, typical broadcast fashion. I'm always like, this broadcast is going to be 90 minutes, and then it's like five hours. That's just I don't know, sometimes it happens. That's one of my challenges is like keeping things concise sometimes. But hey, there's a lot of information to be able to share. Uh, Wheezy, go ahead. Eloise, yep. Yeah, um, I also have to run because my doggo is requ requiring attention. But I just wanted to say thank you as well. And um, this was very inspiring and the synchronicities were just perfect for me today. I mean, I wore my Radiate Positivity sweatshirt and that was like the first thing you started out with. So um, I just, <laughs> uh, this meant a lot and I, and I took a lot of it to heart. So I'm really excited to kind of um, sit with a lot of this um, information and process it and, um, Think about how I can really like uh, use it to to put my like leadership into action because I know that it's there and um, I've been kind of like honing in on it in the last couple of years and and so now I think I know what I need to do to kind of like just get out there and do it. So thank you so much and thank you to everyone here for all of their wonderful insights as well. Thank you, thank you, Eloise, and thank Thanks. you. Have Eloise. a good night. Uh, good night. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Um, yeah, I've got a dog. I got to take out after this as well. So, okay, just a few more minutes and we'll just say uh, again, any thoughts, questions real quick, gratitude. Candace, did you want to go next? Yeah, I Sorry. just want to say um, I love uh, I love growing a community and being part of shifting and new birth world it's awesome that's me thank you thank you candace i'm glad you're able to make it lovely yeah, always <laughs> oh i'm gonna come to the spiritual um next week spiritual i uh, thing that you're doing next week Yes, yes. Next next Thursday, our team event, which will just be for members. But if anybody here wants to even just do like a one-time donation, uh, again, that'll be like a spiritual, spiritual seekers support circle, which is what I'm calling it. So like that for me, that's kind of like my leadership right now where I'm like, a lot of my energy has been focusing on the content creators, but the origin of paradigm shift, it was really just spiritual seekers in general. So I'm like, kind of like, I'm like, I just want to be able to like, create some space that's just like really serving people and leading them back. Um, to the heart, so I to say, yeah. um, I'm coming to the spiritual seeker. Count Perfect. me in. Perfect, Candace. You're counted in. Awesome. Thank you again, Candace. So, um, <laughs> Melissa, go go ahead. I just wanted to express my gratitude for you extending the invitation for me to join tonight. Whenever something like this comes up, um, my soul immediately is screaming yes at me, and it's just such a beautiful space that you have created and there is 
a tangible energetic difference when you come together to even just share space with conscious creators that that really are have the same intentions as you and that are stepping into the role of way shower of hey i went through this and now i can help you through it too and that support is so necessary for us to feel that to know that to know that we have that that support of hey i'm having a challenge with with this this going on have you experienced this working with clients can you help me through this and it's it is just invaluable to me um i i knew that there was some piece that I was longing for that was missing and this fits right in so perfectly. So I just have so much gratitude and thank you for, um, for seeing me and for inviting me to be a part of this. It's, it's very much appreciated. Uh, thank you. Thank you as well, Melissa. And, and again, like from here, cause like some of you, this is like your first time joining in with our events and stuff like that. Like I'm excited to, again, like in the weeks, like kind of between our events within Paradigm Shift, like I love being able to just kind of brainstorm with you guys and collaborating new ideas for events. And like, honestly, like for you guys here to kind of network with yourself and just kind of like hypothesize and be like, okay, like if we were to co-host an event together, what would that look like? And, and then, you know, just kind of like listening to both Melissa and both Kristen, like I, I would encourage you guys to connect with each other. Um, I, I feel like that's already probably going to happen. Um, I think there's some commonalities there. So again, there's kind of like an opportunity for a new kind of like friendship to just kind of, you guys can have like your own kind of thing going on or whatever. And, and then that's not me like telling you, I just feel like that's like already already happening or whatever, but that's kind of the beauty of what happens in this space. People kind of like find other creators and then we get to kind of like create new things out of that creation as well. So um, Melissa, thank you again. I'm so glad that you're able to join tonight and thank you for, for your kind words as well. So cool. Um, with that said, Kristen, did you want to share anything? Go for it. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say thank you as well. I mean, I'm just going to send that like super energetically. Um, and uh, yeah, the I guess I wanted to talk about a little bit of stuff like that was stimulated through what you said, because it just like all these little like neurons firing off from what you're sharing. And like, um, yeah, I felt really like inspired to share that how important it is for us to be kind of honest as con. Uh, as content creators online and to show that vulnerability that you mentioned because um I feel like especially if you're doing any kind of healing empowerment stuff or even just like spiritual exploration stuff of more of that um uh what is it the intangible making it tangible is to really Im embody what that looks like and why it's valuable um so if you're a coach or something like that that's talking about we need to overcome fear we need to overcome fear but they're never showing how they're overcoming fear and what that value is of that um that's something that i witness in in the community sometimes of of, of coaches really putting out this um like the the kind of aesthetic of what a coach is doing but not showing who they are underneath and um yeah I think when we can be vulnerable and really honest and show that we're human and show that we're emotional and all these things that um it subconsciously affects the people that are looking at the material and gives them confidence in who they naturally are already rather than thinking from a place of deficit of like I need to change this shit about me because I don't feel as vibrant as that person looks on their Instagram aesthetic or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so really bringing that humanness into the leadership and that honesty and vulnerability through content creation. And even though it is like a super act of bravery to 
to show those like softer parts of us, like even if we don't show it all the time to take the opportunities when we're feeling just brave enough to like to be just soft enough to be human and not um, perpetuate the whole like Instagram life is separate to real life and, and perpetuate this unachievable dream that sometimes happens in the culture with like really curated pages and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I really enjoy what you do and the humor that you bring into your stuff, particularly that one where you're laying on the floor to mad world talking about people trying to manage the algorithm. And like, too real, too real. <laughs> I really loved it. So yeah, there's just there's a lot of gold in honesty and um yeah also the stuff you said about patience um with where people are going with what they want to create because I personally was a, a teacher for four years a primary school teacher and I really vibed with what Eloise was saying about how she her motivation is to just get out of feeling so restricted right now so if your motivation is not because you're like I just want to help people it's like I actually just want to get out of my freaking situation that I'm in that's still a really noble because by lifting yourself out of those programs you role model that it's possible to be empowered and and to serve self and it's not um when when you are serving self you come into overflow and then you actually have energy to give other people so it's not nearly as selfish as you might think it is by being like I just want to be financially independent by doing something else um so yeah I originally got into my crystal jewelry to to jump out of government work which was just so like modeled in a kind of hostile way in my family and and it was just there was no potential of anything else being ever viable and so to come out of that and just be like I just want to do something else and then that's doing that the pinnacle of my world was like I just would just be in my like wildest dreams if I was selling crystals and sustaining myself of that and then when I got to that kind of plateau all these other dreams emerged from there that became more humanitarian because I'd satisfied my need and I was myself again I wasn't like wearing different clothes to work and trying to fit a mold and all that and that's when you kind of come into self and do something you're genuinely interested in that is self-serving you have that overflow to give from so um, yeah embrace the process if it feels selfish to I just want to do something else that's still like um gonna lead to a like lead you down that golden thread of inspiration that's eventually going to give you so much more radiance to give back to people mm. oh thank you thank you Kristen Be beautifully said and and yeah it it's really it, it's it's one thing that I didn't mention earlier but I'll just mention it now as creators and some of you have heard me say this there's a big difference between popularity and success you got some coaches, they might be really popular and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, or some creators that might be really popular and stuff like that, but it's like, but are they successful? So it's like, rather than just focusing on the numbers, like focus on the relationship, focus on whoever you're talking to when you're doing a live, when you're doing a video, that is a one-to-one -one conversation with whoever's looking at you on the other side of their device and really just focus on that. Because again, you know, like as community facilitators, like what would you rather have? Like, you know, like a thousand people that are just like all over the place and everything, or would you rather have, you know, like 12 people that are really just like present and just there consistently and everything. So, you know, personally, like, and this is all stuff where I've talked about in other things where it's like the details of like building the community and building a discord and a Patreon, like slow, 
small steps, really taking your time with it and making it very intentional. And again, the more clear that you get on that, the more clear that you get on the people who attract into your work, because sometimes like you'll find that it's like, if you're not fully clear on your work, then you're going to attract like a big spectrum of people. And then it's just going to be kind of like this thing where it's like, as you get more clear on your value and what it is that you're offering, you'll find like those like right clients or those right community members just naturally kind of come to you. So it's like holding this energetic vibration within like the synchronicity of digital space, which is really, really cool. So it's like trusting the algorithm is actually its own version of synchronicity. And then, uh, again, kind of just like creating that beacon that other people can see and, and, and they'll see like one of your videos and they'll be like, whoa, like I really feel connected to this person. I want to learn more about it. And that's because again, your, your, your vibration and your frequency is, is quite clear. And that's not to say that again, everybody needs to, to have a fully clear frequency in order to be able to get started as a creator. But it is something that as you do as a creator, you will naturally get to, you will naturally work to. And again, you, you do that by simply trying, by figuring out, how, how not to do it and how to play around and how to explore and everything. So it's just something that happens over time, but something to serve as a goal in your mind as well. So, all right, team, I got a dog that I got to take out. So let's just um, go through one more time. If there are any just um, short closing, either just comments or gratitude. Um, I know we got Silu, Silo and uh, Andrew as, as well, if there's um, anything. So Silo, uh, if you'd like to be able to add anything in, please go right ahead. I really appreciate this. Um, being a leader is something that I have been working through uh, for a very long time and still have a lot of work to do. So it's uh, very appreciated being able to listen into all the wisdom of all the um, beautiful lights and bright souls here tonight. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much. And I hope everybody has a great night. Awesome. Thank you, CeeLo. Beautiful. And uh, Andrew, any uh, closing gratitude? Anything else you want to share? Go for it, dude. Yeah, thank you. Um, I just want to say, like, y'all are all awesome, and I appreciate y'all. And um, yeah, thank you for having me. And yeah, thank you. Awesome, dude. Thank, thank you, man. And, and I'm glad you're able to join. And thank you for, again, you know, like all of us are leaders in our own way. And I love the different styles we've gotten. And Andrew, you've, you've planted so many seeds. So, so thank you, man. I know yeah. your style of leadership like reaches people that all never reach. So we're all, we're all reaching people together. Right. Man. So thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I actually had just one thing, uh, an idea or like a perspective on like uh, sure. challenges. And like pretty much it goes like, so like, um, like if I were to like challenge you, right like that would be like you'd you'd have to or if you were to challenge me like i'd have to accept it you know what i mean it's like we're the ones that create the challenges it's not like so like what i'm saying here is like you're the one with the power like for example like when you said that thing about like um like it's a challenge for you to keep these like in a certain amount of time frequency or like not time frequency a time span like you're the one that created that challenge you feel me like you're the one with the power you see where I'm, you see where i'm going with that I do, man. I do. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like that. Um, yeah. Like the, there's like that, that story of the Buddha where like a man comes and he like tries to give uh he like speaks ill of the Buddha and the Buddha just kind of, it's like, it's like, that's like, you know, it's like, you're giving me poison, but it's my choice to drink it. So it's like, if you're kind of like throwing something at me, I still have the choice on whether or not I receive it. So it's like, yeah, it, it is relative circumstances, but I, but I see that within myself. But again, like sometimes like, and, and when it comes to challenges with ourselves, like, 
I like to look at those challenges as like something playful uh, as well. You know, it's kind of like something where yeah. it's like a challenge isn't a bad thing. It's like great challenge. Right. Ourselves. I love like challenges. Objectives. Yeah. Mini yeah. games, quests. So yeah. cool. Awesome. Andrew, thank you again, man. And, and please feel free to and just reach out anytime. I'm here to support you guys as much as I'm able thank to. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And have an awesome night. You too, dude. Awesome. Thanks. All right, team. Um, anybody else have any last thing? I think we're probably good to go. I'm sure. Yeah, we guys. Okay, cool. All right. So again, for, for those of you on uh, on the recording of this on YouTube, thank you so much. And for those of you on Spotify as well, thank you so much for watching this. And uh, again, you can check out more on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio for all our past podcasts. This one's online for free because I just want to be able to give you guys like as much value as possible and go back and check out the previous dojo sessions uh, if you haven't listened to those as well. And uh, you can find lots of valuable information there. And again, connect into our Discord server. That's where you can see ongoing events and you'll see featured events and broadcasts from some of the members in tonight's broadcast. And also uh, check out the Patreon. And if you're feeling like you want to connect further with our team, even if you're not a conscious creator, but if you're just like looking for community. Go ahead, Candice, real quick. Uh I just wanted to say bye to everyone. Okay, thank you, Candice. We'll, so we'll officially say bye in two seconds. I'll just finish off the closing notes and thank you as well. So again, just closing note, if you guys are looking to be able to join into the Paradigm Shift Central community, definitely check out the Patreon. There's a few tier levels there explore it. If you're a conscious creator, definitely look into it as an investment for yourself. If you're not a conscious creator and you just want to be a part of some cool events that we're hosting, definitely check it out. Send me a direct message if you guys have any questions. And again, even if you guys want to send any individual tips and donations through my PayPal, that's always appreciated as well. And uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to me anytime. And that goes for anybody who's tuned into this, especially if you guys are curious and have any questions about conscious creatorship, conscious creator and leadership as well. And um, yeah, this has been an absolute joy. I feel I feel I've leveled up just by stepping into the challenge of doing this, this Ted talk here tonight. So I didn't know how it was going to go, but here we go. And I'm sure there were things I forgot to mention, but Hey, I think that's enough for, for one day as well. So, all right, you guys are ready to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So everybody, again, thank you so much for joining in all the links you need are in the YouTube info and guys, feel free to join me in saying farewell and until next time. So bye everybody. We love you guys. Thanks for joining in. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Good night. Much love. See you guys around. Take care. Bye. Bye.